You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Yes, welcome back to another episode of The People's Wrestling Podcast, and I am your host, Ali Bunker. I'm joined only this week by Aiden. Aiden Bunker, how are you? Only this week makes it sound like this is the only week I've joined you. No, okay. So I'm only joined this week <laughs> by you. Matt is not here. I'm our only our only member to have appeared in 100% of our episodes. Every single episode. Um, Matt is not here. He, has, he is busy. Anybody know what Matt's doing? I don't know. He's got prior engagements. Close to his chest, he's keeping those cards. Hmm. Speaking of cards, um, we might want to think about packing playing cards for our trip to New York. <laughs> I was wondering how you were getting that. Um, Do you have any? You must have some. I've got like 10, yeah, 10 packs of cards that every single time I need one, I can't find. <laughs> i got some really cool ones for Tasha's birthday last year, so I'll just, if we can't find any, I'll just have to steal what them. What makes them cool? They've got cool, like, they're, they're really cool designs on them. They're all they're slightly different. Um, they, this is the vaguest explanation ever. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're from like a, um, you know, Steam, the gaming yeah. company. They're from uh, someone who works for them, who does animations and stuff. Right. Um, so they're all kind of uh, themed in a, a cool kind of mythical god kind of way. And like the jokers are like these weird goblin looking things. But what makes them kind of uh, annoying is that things like, uh, rather than being blacks and reds, You've got um, blue, purple, red, and green. As for the, like for the suits, the suits. right? Um, like they're the same shapes. Like you yeah. can tell, like they have the suits. It's just they're different colors, so you can't necessarily always pair up yeah, diamonds and hearts confusing. easily. Maybe we'll go with normal ones. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> she has other normal ones from Sports Direct, but they were left in a wet bag and they other smell like cheese. Discount sports where stores are available. I mean, are I can't they? think of any, but <laughs> JJB. That's nope. <laughs> JD, that's not discount. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so we will want playing cards for our trip to New York, mainly for the plane. Although Matt says he's not going to talk to us. If Matt decides us. to yeah, be nice. I mean, I mean, that's a long shot, isn't it, with Matt? Let's face it. That's true. Especially well, he said he'd be nice to you until Mania. That's true. I don't understand why it would cease afterwards. <laughs> just imagine, like, as we're leaving, as we've, like, left the stadium, yeah. and he just suddenly vents yeah. <laughs> and wanted to get us out for three months. I can't even remember why he's being nice to me. I think it was because... Oh, is it because of the access tickets? I feel like it was from before then, maybe. I don't know. Well, there's multiple reasons why he should be being <laughs> nice to me. <laughs> Uh, that's what we've now discovered anyway so we are going to Wrestlemania as you are probably all aware um, we've had issues with our tickets and turns out we're not alone well it turns out we're not alone yeah I posted this on a a UK based Facebook group for Wrestlemania Travel UK I think it's called Uh, I posted the situation on there and a few people come back at the very first instance saying oh mate I don't know what the problem is like I can see mine just fine and then I was like oh no it's just me (laughs) And then gradually they started trickling in. People saying, I've had exactly the same problem. And then someone said, I've had this problem. This is how I saw it. I emailed them. I was like, oh, great. I'll speak to him on Twitter. So I did that. I got literally nowhere. First time I actually spoke to him on Twitter was about two and a half weeks ago. Where I sent them screenshots of what was happening when we first discovered that I couldn't see the bloody tickets on the website. And they replied saying, oh, can you please send us your order number? So I did. And then literally nothing happened for two weeks. So about half a week ago, 
they I did it. I basically replied to my own comment just saying still happening guys <laughs> <laughs> and eventually someone requested that I again DM them my order number and uh, the last four digits of the card that I was paid for and eventually got um, through to why well, not through to someone DM'd me back basically saying if you just click on that button there should be there I was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> If you want to access your tickets, just go to my account and my ticket. Yeah, if you're, yeah just to access your tickets, go to Ticketmaster.com and log in with this. And you will then see a, a QR details. code which looks like a bunch of black and white squares. That's <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> you do not realise how long I have spent trying to get this situation dealt with. Anyway, it turns out... Can you imagine if it turned out we were just accessing it the wrong way? <laughs> There's no other way of doing it. Um, but it turns out that... Ticketmaster, fan support, customer service, whatever, whatever you want to call them, are absolute shite. Who knew? Yeah. Like, they literally just repeat they the same thing back to you. Wank pheasants. <laughs> they are, um, as, as they apparently like to say in America, and describe Baron Corbin as um, flaming dumpster fire. <laughs> yes. Whatever that means. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a great few days dealing with the Ticketmaster situation. However, a breakthrough. Today, I decided that having gone back and forth with the customer service on Twitter and then via email after lodging an official complaint, um, I emailed the CEO. <laughs> Straight to the top. I can't remember what his name was now. I think it was Jared Smith. Um, well, no, something really basic. It might not have been Jared. I think it was like... John, John it was Smith. like James Smith or something. I was like, oh wow, that's a thing. Yeah. But I, I emailed the address listed on companyceos.com or something like that. Or CEO email, I think that's what it's called. And um, yeah, I got a response from his assistant first saying that they tried to call me and no one answered. I was like, well, you haven't tried to call me. And even so, I probably wouldn't have answered anyway. I was at fucking work. Uh, and I then, don't even call when I don't even answer when I get calls from like London numbers or even <laughs> some MK numbers. Um, but then I got one from the customer service team saying, "We're sorry that you've had issues. Um, we are going to be sending you your tickets via a PDF in twenty minutes' time." I was like, "What? How far in half was that?" It's oddly scheduled. Yeah, not just like, "Oh, here's your tickets." It's we'll send you the tickets later on. Yeah, it was a bit strange. Have um, you let the Facebook people know that no, you can I, do this? Like, they should all well, swarm in all said, They've said that, but they haven't. They didn't email the CEO. They said they've emailed them and complained and not given up until they've sent them the PDFs. But it felt like with me, I literally wasn't getting anywhere. Yeah. They basically said to me, try with different browsers, try with different devices. So I sent them screenshots of what I spent my morning at work doing. I went on Internet Explorer on my PC and I screenshotted the fact it wasn't working. I went on Chrome on my PC and screenshotted the fact that it wasn't working. I went on Microsoft edge the new browser who uses edge the fact that it wasn't working then i went on my phone i went on safari chrome and firefox and showed them all that it wasn't working until firefox app yeah there is until all of a sudden i seemingly got blocked my ip (laughs) had been blocked so i googled it i googled the error message i was getting and it was because i've accessed that page so much that they feel like i'm a bot Nice. Or they just couldn't be asked to deal with me anymore. <laughs> just restricted my access because you guys could still get to it. Yeah, I could. Well, I, I nearly, I had a bit of a panic the other day because I, I thought I downloaded this add-on for Chrome mm. where you basically say, um, you're either a UK or US user, mm. and you tick the US one, and I think it reassigns you a US IP or whatever. Mm. Um, 
so I, I I put on the US I guess VPN technically, and I tried loading the website and it just wouldn't load at all. Even though it's Ticketmaster.com, it just wouldn't load. Mm. So I went back to the UK one and tried loading it, and it was just like, um, we can see you've recently tried to access this from like a different country or something like that. And it's like in um in order for for you to gain access to the website again, you need to. It was like one of those, um, you know, when you have to like look at letters and oh, right, letters yeah. in, but it was instead of one of them it was I had to drag a puzzle piece into the puzzle shape I've never, never seen, seen that one before. before but yeah so I had to do that and then luckily got allowed back in because yeah. <laughs> so I did it and I was like so maybe none of us will actually get to see <laughs> even Ticketmaster <laughs> <laughs> so um, so essentially what we now have is PDF copies of the Wrestlemania tickets however just to add another bit of confusion into the situation I already have the physical tickets for TakeOver Hall of Fame, Raw, and SmackDown at home, having been mailed them probably about five months ago. November, wasn't it? Yeah, about November time. Um, they have so sent they... me new tickets for those in the yeah, PDF Yeah, I was going to say, did they now get like null and void? I don't know. I need to check the numbers on the tickets to see whether they're the same reference numbers or anything. But now I have 1, 2, 3, 15... Something like 24 pages worth of tickets that we have to take with us in order to get to multiple access up, sessions. Turn up to at. each event with like a I've folder. Got a folder. <laughs> I've got a folder in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think what I'll do is just dish out the tickets on a day, daily yeah. basis and just be like, here's your ticket for today, Matt. Here's yours, Aiden. And then event, hopefully you don't lose any of them. Because if you lose them, and it specifically says on the ticket, we will not be allowed in. I mean, that's fair. Well... I mean, you could. There's other ways around it. Surely, you could get your order number, you get in the ID, you know. But yeah. What about um, flight tickets? Do you have them? Um, no, I think you don't really use flight tickets anymore. Like, you only do it when you, you get your boarding your pass. Stuff. So you need to. I haven't flown in, in years. To you need to check in before you get a boarding pass. So I don't know when check in opens. Hopefully, it's soon. But it might be one of those that opens 24 hours before, or it might be one of those checking at the airport. And I fucking hate that. You can mm. check in online. All you got it's it's a flight to America and it's at Heathrow. I'd imagine it'll be a. It might be because I think United are maybe a bit of a budget airline, but I don't think any American ones are just that budget. But um, it might be a self check in one at the airport. We've got to drop our bags off anyway. Um, so you know, swings around about six or ten miles. And if we if we do stay in a hotel the night before at the airport, yeah, it's not still that undecided. Far. It's not that we'll be far away if we. Well, here's it. the other thing. So this is another pickle for us. We've got to establish what we're doing because we, Aiden and I, live in Milton Keynes. If people are aware, um, our two listeners will be aware because they also listen to Mil- lived in Milton Keynes. Um, Matt lives in Bournewood, which is significantly closer Some to. Some people say that Milton Keynes is the New York of <laughs> of England. Do they? What as in the concrete jungle? Yeah, and uh, all the skyscrapers. And they say that the Borough Wood is the Brooklyn because no one likes it. <laughs> I mean, I quite like Borough. Anyway, uh, Matt lives there, which is significantly closer to Heathrow than, than we are. Um, so we need to decide what how, what we're doing on the night before. Essentially, trains from Milkings don't start. Like, they finish like an hour before we'd need to go and they stop and they start like two hours after we would need to go. So we're, we have to leave our house if we were leaving in the morning at like 2am to get there like at the right time which is just not not really feasible I was both frank about Once it we get she there. basically said like listen if you leave at 7 o'clock in the evening or you leave at 2am in the morning there's not that much of a difference and also 
if you leave earlier on the Wednesday evening, then at least both of us will get better sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that. And Matt's kindly offered for us to stay at um, his mum and dad's place the evening before, and then we'll get a taxi there. But I have found uh, through my company, who seem to have really great hotel rate deals at the minute for certain places, I can get a decent hotel room. Um, I was looking at a triple room, so now I need to go back and have a look at a double one just to see what the price would be. I think we're looking at about 35 each for a night. That's why I just get out of the way. There are, that's for a hotel at the airport. Now, the problem, with, problem is there are no hotels close enough to Terminal 2 that you can just walk, walk to it. the terminal. You have to get the bus, which costs £15. £15 for a bus? Oh, I know. Like um, in London, right? That's one it's not like a public bus. It's like a specific no, yeah, yeah. bus called the Hopper, I think. Um, but yeah, that's a bit of a ripoff. So because then that makes it like fifty quid each, and you know that's still five for a night in a hotel in London. But you think really? So what I did think of is maybe if we stayed at a hotel at Paddington Station, there's and then get the train could be cheaper, and then we can get the train. So literally, if we stay opposite Paddington Station, we just walk to Paddington, get the Heathrow Express. Go straight to Heathrow, uh, and we can literally be from our hotel to Terminal Two in about twenty minutes. Yeah, alternatively, we could stay at Maps for free and split a thirty-three pound taxi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. Uh, but I just feel like I'm not going to get a great night's sleep. No, probably not. Uh, and also, like, I don't really want to move Matt out of his bedroom. Like, I feel bad. That's true. He did offer us his own bed. Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to be sharing a bed with you for most of the next like. <laughs> three weeks of my life um, I don't if I can avoid doing it one night no offence I would <laughs> like to <laughs> try not to be offensive <laughs> don't cry we shared a room for like the first ten years of my life that's very different <laughs> um, but yeah. so we'll see but the decision, the options are there now we've got our tickets we can actually look forward to going I'm going to relax a little just bit. wait until I forget them and leave them at home <laughs> <laughs> but then you're going home to get them <laughs> um, Luckily, I have them on my. You can take a red so eye. So yeah, we're going to WrestleMania, and if Matt were here, I'm sure he would be like, Ooh. <laughs> "I don't even want to go anyway." Don't like Fuck Mania. Anyway. Uh, no, no, I'm sure he's just as excited as the rest of us. T-shirt game still going. Not that we've really discussed it recently. I think everyone's got their t-shirts sorted now, haven't they? Yeah, so I've purchased Matt's. And You've got mine, Matt's got yours. Matt has got mine, and I'm still a little bit dreading it because the way he's going on about it, it would seem like it's got like I'm a fucking pedo <laughs> or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have to, come to think of it, I have seen that in the WWE shop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, it's a big it, I think it belongs to James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> or TJP. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the P for pedo. TJ pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, allegedly I've got two new shirts this week oh, I've seen your well I've seen one of them have you? I've seen you both of them not this week didn't you get the NWO on ages ago? yeah I got the NWO one, and I got two new ones this week uh, let me go briefly show you one. briefly show me so I'm yeah. assuming that one of them is the um, the Seth Rollins one that I'm thinking of So you might you might want to get too close to the Seth Rollins one because I went to the gym in this one yesterday. So I've got my it's, a, it's one of the acid wash ones, oh, yeah, I which I really like. 
Yeah, there's Acid Wash ones. The blue Seth Freakin' Rollins one with the cool little font on it. Quite tight, though. They're kind kind of, like, around the kind of arms and the chest a little bit, like your upper body a little bit. Like around your stomach and stuff, it's all right. Yeah, if you're as slim as, <laughs> as you are, then it's fine, right? I like to call it well-toned, like, well-shaped. Well <laughs> and then I got the WrestleMania 35 Raglan baseball tee. I've never heard of Raglan before, but everything on the fucking website is Raglan. I've right? heard of it before on, on ASOS, ASOS, whatever you want to call it. ASOS. Um, yeah, I like it. It's, it's, it's three-quarter length sleeve, which is a little bit annoying. Um, so I have to roll it up, but then it falls quite easily because the sleeves are quite loose. Mm. Um, but that, yeah, it's got a good, good camo around yeah. the edge. And I wouldn't have said that that was you, but I like it it's now. Quite, it's quite no, it. it. Did you get the free cap? No, so it turns out... Oh, right. what, you've been screwed. It turns out, in the description, it says, um, each Raglan shirt comes with uh, a, a matching cap, baseball cap. Mm. I interpreted that as it will arrive with a cap. What I actually meant was just in the store there is a matching cap which you can buy. <laughs> so, oh, I opened it up and I was like, "Where's my cap?" I had a look, Ooh. read it, and yeah, it just says that it comes with a cap, but it doesn't. That's oh, very misleading. Yeah, the, the 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 terms they used, the the wording they used, could have been clearer. <laughs> That's yeah. That's a little bit of shit. Like I, when you said it to me, well, actually, when you said it, and then I went on, I interpreted it the same. Yeah, and they, they even showed it in the picture with it. It's like you, you get this, you buy, you get this with it. Cause, yeah. So I've, I like, I'm not particularly a cap guy. No, I've never seen you wear a cap um, in your whole entire life. I would probably wear it like while there. Um, I feel like I, I'm open to the possibility of caps. Such a mark. Um, but. And I was thinking this could be a change. This could be a, a big moment for me. It could change my whole perception on caps. Um, and it was free, so of course I was going to be excited about it. But so no, well, not so much. No, I've been screwed. And I know you may say that. Oh well, you screwed you. Well, screwed Aiden. But that's not the case. I've been screwed by the shit. Yeah, the, <laughs> on the site they all come with matching caps. Well, they don't actually really look that matching. They're no, they're different not matching shades at all. of camo. They're completely different. Um, but your one doesn't. It doesn't come with it in the picture, but the bio says, with its sporty look and unmatched comfort, this unisex athletic baseball raglan tee with WrestleMania 35 logo is the perfect choice for whether you're on or off the field. Plus, each top comes with a matching baseball hat. Perfect for keeping the sun out of your eyes while you're making that big catch or spectating from the stands. It comes with a matching baseball. That's what it says. That's a lie, isn't it? So you know what you need to do? Go email straight to the CEO. CEO. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Hello, the Vince. CEO? <laughs> He's the chairman of the board. Who's the CEO? Is he the CEO? Who's the CEO? All right, well, I'll go on that CEOemails.com and see whether I've, whether I've got Vince. Vince.mcmahon at www.com. <laughs> Vinnie Mac. <laughs> oh, God. Um, anyway, right, so speaking of WWE, we have a WWE-related podcast, don't you know? <laughs> so we should probably stop talking about some actual wrestling. Some actual wrestling news, actually, this week. Uh, a new contract in the offing. Yeah. Also, seemingly, a bribe. Sounds like it. It looked like it, by the way he, he tweeted it. Potentially unrelated. AJ Styles has... Thankfully, signed a new contract with WWE. No idea on how long, what the deal is. I'm sure there's rumours going about. 
Sure, no one really knows the answer other than AJ and WWE. Never in doubt, though, was it? Well, a little bit. Nah. With his age and, you know, wanting a lighter schedule, I'm sure that probably might have been... I think that's what he's has got. I think if it was maybe... If he was five years younger, Hmm. then maybe the possibility of going elsewhere or whatever might be a bit higher, but I I didn't... There's never a doubt for me. But he tweeted out a a picture basically saying there's a new addition to the family and he's tweeted out a picture of an adorable little puppy uh, and and then said, also also, sign a new contract with WWE. (laughs) Isn't he so cute? (laughs) Which is weird. You mean AJ? Um... It's weird though, isn't it? Like you don't tend to really see wrestlers announcing that they've just re-signed a contract, especially no. like with WWE. No, that's true. Seems a bit odd that one. Yeah, it's a bit. We usually just get that through like the rumor mill, don't we? That so and so has signed a new mm. contract or whatever. Uh, so it is a bit strange to hear a wrestler confirming it. Yeah, yeah. hasn't signed a new one. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Mm. Um, but it's good news, isn't it? For me, anyway. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I can't think of anyone who dislikes. AJ Styles, the wrestler. Matt. Like, apart from maybe Matt. I'm sure he doesn't. He probably doesn't, but he Matt probably doesn't. does at the same time. <laughs> Matt doesn't dislike AJ Styles, I'm sure. As soon as he's heard that you liked him. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's great news because the guy, well, to, be, to coin the phrase, he is ph- phenomenal. Easy for me to say. Um, <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so that's really great news for WWE, WWE fans, and AJ himself. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a shit ton of money out of it, so Probably. fair play. And he's going into WrestleMania with with a feud that I think him and Randy Orton both. It's a high profile feud. It's a high profile feud with no championship or anything on the line. It's just, it's just like. But sometimes these are the best ones. Yeah, and it, and AJ's reached that that stature in WWE for me, where it's like two. Two top dogs, two top guys who don't have a title, but just fighting anyway, just to see who's who's the best. Mm-hmm. Like he's reached that stage where he doesn't need the title to be considered the best. Yeah. Um, and it's an it's a good little story with the contrasting careers. So I'm all for it. Yeah, me too. Okay. And I can't wait to be there live. Oh, and we will be because we got our tickets printed. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard? Um, hot so- off the press hot off the press that we got tickets and AJ got a new contract I mean I think we're probably the winners out of that one but you know each to their own Um, that was really it from the news point of view quite a week I thought in terms of news yeah like I don't think anybody died nobody nobody died that's a good thing come a bit of a rarity AEW haven't signed anyone for a while Um, no there was a bit of news about Will Ospreay but it's all very much rumour and innuendo at the minute he tweeted something fairly cryptic out about him and his girlfriend B. Is it B. A priest? B. B. Priestly. Be a priest. Be a priestly. About I think. I can guarantee if she ever came to WWE, <laughs> that, that that would be, be her catchphrase. Priest. Her catchphrase would just she would be a priest, and her catchphrase would just be just be priestly. Um, anyway, it doesn't seem like they're coming to WWE anytime soon because it seems like they're moving to Japan full time. Yeah, well, he's been in the last kind of six months or so. Kind of, he's bulked up a bit, and they they they've put him in the heavyweight division. Yeah, um, and he's always been a part of the the chaos stable faction, whatever you want to call them. Um, so yeah, and he's still young, so makes sense for now. Yeah, and obviously, B B Priestley is signed by AEW, isn't she? I believe so. So a little, there's a little bit of confusion there because obviously they, have, I would assume that they're going to be working towards a weekly TV show based in Florida. Um, 
they're not quite sure how that would work but you know it will do and so I think what it means is we'll see less of Will Ospreay in the UK which is a shame yeah it's a shame and on, on the, the the AEW thing um, supposedly in America uh, all the networks announced their full schedules in May hmm. um, which would make sense as to when there would be perhaps a AEW television show reveal or yeah. at least some info um, so there may be more on that in a couple of months it's all got a bit quiet isn't it a little bit like the the initial hoopla's died down yeah um, I've been keeping up with the um, with the being the elite on, on, on YouTube and also with Cody's road to a double or nothing mm. series um, so they're, they're, they're still slowly building on, on that platform and supposedly that's um, like what what I read on somewhere was that they want to continue to use those, those kind of platforms or at least formats they want to use that similar format for part of their TV show yeah so um, yeah yeah I mean as much as I like being the elite and, and Cody's shows and I've seen a fair chunk of it now I went back and caught up on it a few months back basically from the beginning <laughs> up until now I haven't seen it for a couple of weeks um, I just feel like it's too it makes light of the wrestling business quite a lot and I don't know how they would work that into their weekly TV show you know yeah well, I suppose it's, it, it depends on the audience doesn't it I guess well yeah mainly their audience is going to be hard, more hardcore fans isn't it yeah you're not going to get the casuals who what does kayfabe mean <laughs> who is kayfabe because god knows Ronda doesn't know Anyway, uh, so yeah, AEW's gone a little bit quiet. I'm sure it'll start to kick off again sometime soon. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, sure in the weeks leading up to the pay-per-view. Yeah, I did see an interesting conversation that Cody had on. I think it might be in a Q&A, actually. Someone just said, oh, have you got anything planned for New York over Mania weekend? And he was just like, no, that's WWE's weekend. Yeah, I've heard him say that before. He was just like, there's like, no point yeah. stepping on their toes. And yeah. especially also because there's literally hundreds. Of, like, I looked at a schedule a couple of weeks ago of like every single wrestling yeah, I was gonna say wrestling related show day. not even just the actual wrestling shows but all the wrestling related ones yeah. and there's literally there's so much stuff that for for about I'd say 12 hours of each day there's more than one event on at once yeah great great so much like because part of me goes oh like we should try and go to other other things and try other stuff but there's so much going on not enough time and there's also like there's money <laughs> <laughs> well if you think about it we're going to be there from Thursday afternoon and we're going to go um, to the New Day VIP sign in at Access uh-huh. in the evening so that's that day done essentially that doesn't finish till 10 um, depends what time we get there I guess as to what time we want to leave but I imagine we'll be there till quite late um, then we've got to get back to our apartment and you know I guess that. we'll be knackered that day so that's going to be yeah, we've got Friday day yeah. off don't we basically so we've got Friday as the day until the evening when we've got takeover which starts at like 6, six yeah and so like that's early open by about 5 wouldn't they yeah um, so that's I couldn't early. believe that when I read it yeah I know like I knew that they usually, usually start around kind of 7 half 7 time um, but just the fact that I'll be experiencing a live actual wrestling show with good like an important good big wrestling show in the middle of the evening <laughs> at a normal time and by the time I get home 
I could stay up for a few more hours <laughs> without going straight to work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're gonna. I'm assuming that's. Say it starts at six. They're usually two hours long. Let's say two and a half hours. They're three hours takeovers. Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought they were two. No, three hours. Oh, okay, so they're three hours long. So if it's at nine... They'll also be um, um, probably at least half an hour of NXT taping before. Uh, that makes sense now. Yeah, okay. So home by 11. Yeah, it's between like two and a half, three hours. So what I did hear is that you know that Matt had sent us a, a bar called McMahon's? Yes. That's near, really quite close to the Barclays Centre and where we're staying. Well, apparently that's a really good place to go after and before the events because there's loads of wrestling fans. Yeah, I can stuff. imagine with a name like McMahon's, they'd be stupid not to capitalise yeah, on that. And also, this is one for the Tottenham fans out there, I did find a bar that's called Flannery's, which is in Manhattan, so it's not quite in Brooklyn, but it's a Tottenham supporters bar in New York where we could go watch the Man City game. That'd be good. Yeah, until we lose. Uh, actually... Oh no, it'll be during the day, wouldn't it? I was just thinking, we'll be at, if it's on Tuesday, so we'll be at SmackDown, but then it'll be earlier in the day because it's in America, wouldn't it? Oh, would it be in the middle of the night? Middle of the night. Is it Champions, Champions no, League? No, it's ones? Champions League, so it'll be about eight o'clock, meaning it should be about three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so we can just watch it. Yeah, so we, we should be fine. SmackDown. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah, it'd be fine. Um, so yeah, that's our plan. Anyway, starting off with the action that we saw on WWE. Raw and Smackdown this week um, starting off with Raw we got a very very rare visit from the Beast Brock Lesnar and what a blessing it was to kick off Raw anyway we did um, Paul Heyman obviously doing all of his talking which is fine don't mind that um, then he sort of got onto the subject of Drew McIntyre now a lot of people have been saying that this segment is the what the promo from McIntyre off the back of this is like that light bulb moment for probably WWE creative where they've gone yeah okay he's got it but I feel like they've already had that like moment like quite a lot yeah I mean if you if you hadn't already thought of Drew versus Brock what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) have you been paying any attention what have you been thinking of speaking of Brock it was actually on this day yesterday on yesterday's day, <laughs> um, 17 years ago, Brock's debut on the main roster. Oh, well. Cool. Night after WrestleMania 18. So it was? Attacking the Hardys? No. Or was it before someone else before? It that? was during a hardcore match. He uh. spine busters, Al Snow for a trash can, yeah. and then beats the living shit out of Spike Dudley. Yeah. Like power bombs in free time and like to. literally kills him. Um, Not it's just terrible to see. Um, and there was somebody else in the match. I think it was a triple threat. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, he chucked him out first, so it didn't really get much of him. Yeah. Oh, actually, he did the F five to Maven, I think. Right. So, and that one, his F five was good. Yeah. Like, they're really shit, shit now. I don't know what's happened to them. It's just I don't like, know if he's just because. Yeah, he just he falls away yeah. with them and they fall on the floor and they don't even spin really. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, he used to throw them and they spun. That's them. the whole point. That's I don't know if it's, it's called an F five. If it's, it's just like a tornado. Because he was stronger back then or something. I don't know. Or like because. Like guys would be lighter now, you yeah. assume on the for the most part. Although he does get stuck with like guys like Kane and Braun Strowman a lot. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't expect him to be able to do it to Braun. <laughs> no. But um yeah, look, people like Seth and Finn and Daniel Bryan and AJ. Exactly. Take that bump, surely. All over it. 
But um, yeah, that's interesting. It's, it's crazy how long Brock Lesnar's career. Yeah, been I was thinking that like 2002. So back in early 2002, I was six. Mm. That's how long he's been around for. Yeah, that's great, great. And he left when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then came back when you were sixteen. So it's an eight-year gap there, but it's still a seventeen-year career. Yeah, he still wrestled. It's nine years worth of WWE action. It's a pretty lengthy career, longer than say Stone Cold Steve Austin, for instance. And he's been Universal Champion for about twelve of those years, <laughs> seemingly. Um, so yeah, Brock Lesnar was there. So Drew McIntyre came out. Cut. What was actually a really good promo. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, but he was attacked from behind by Seth Rollins with a steel chair and the associated cameraman going absolutely fucking crazy. <laughs> People have been complaining about these camera shots for a long, long time. But if you haven't seen it, go look on Twitter. Go find it. Um, it's a shot of from the fans. There's someone in the front row. On the front row of Seth hitting Drew with the chair and the, the two cameramen, but mainly the one closest to Seth, just like constantly squatting. Almost. Yeah. Like, and, almost like he's in a fucking body part class. I didn't really pay much attention to it, but um, if you also watch Drew during it, yeah, he has to, like he's kind of on his hands and knees, he like, and he has to like. constantly keep like splitting his legs apart so he can go to the ground and get back up. It looks like he's in the Call on Me video. <laughs> Good at that. Good at that. But I mean, like I, I get with the camera stuff, I get it for certain things, but with stuff like twenty chair a barrage of chair shots. I don't think it needs it that much, especially because not only was the guy like zooming in and following all the action, but the the camera was cut into a different camera on almost every single chair shot. Yeah. So in the space of about fifteen seconds, it cut about fifteen times, and it was just really kind of it gets hard to watch. Yeah. It's one of those things that once you notice it, it's like oh fuck's sake, yeah, no, I can't watch. <laughs> but um, anyway, he beat a holy crap out of him with a chair. Um, and then proceeded to storm the ring and Brock Lesnar retreated which was nice of him so Brock Lesnar is scared of Seth Rollins did he yeah he did get to the ring yeah okay, I'm going to remember what happened after the, the, the twerking from Drew <laughs> the Drew twerk so anyway that was that segment so it seems like we're getting a little bit more build to the match at Wrestlemania does anybody else feel slightly underwhelmed with the build yeah, it just seems like standard Brock build. Like, oh, Brock's not here, Brock's not here. Oh, Brock's here, but he's only come out for two minutes. Yeah, well, I mean, they've kind of kept Seth preoccupied, haven't they, with yeah. other stuff. But that's because you have to, because yeah. he's not there. Like, I think the last time he was there was when he gave him six F5s, and that I think that was the night after the Rumble, wasn't it? I'm not sure if it was the night after. Maybe it was the night after. But yeah, he hasn't been there since then. So it's it's been a bit... Like, what does Seth actually do? I know he was he had a slight injury, so they kept him out of the ring for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and then the Shield thing happened. And the Shield stuff, obviously Roman coming back. And we had the stuff with Ambrose as well. And, you know, it's just been a bit like, okay, well... Because it was really gonna... hot when it started off, because people were like, yeah, Seth's win the run, Seth's going to beat Lesnar. Yeah. And the more that, the, the longer it's been, the more I'm just going, uh, Brock's going to win, isn't he? Because, <laughs> like, like, when you think about it, Seth, Becky, potentially Kofi. One of them is not winning at Mania. Hmm. There's no way all three of them are walking away with the title. Yeah. And I feel like it just, although, like, 
out of the three of them right now, the hottest of them is Kofi because the everything's cooled down on both Seth and Becky. Yeah. So like, can you do me a favor? Can you just list those three again, please? Seth, Becky, and Kofi. You won't understand this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. Um, I have been ordered on very secretive terms by someone to play that sound whenever you mention Kofi's name. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that is. I have no idea. No idea who it was. Um, but yeah, so you can look forward to that. Okay. <laughs> now I've just got to keep on top of it. You mentioned it like four times. I was like, oh. <laughs> so yes, um, Seth versus Brock. I too have had the sense of impending doom um, of, you know, it's, 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 he's fucking losing, isn't he? Seth's losing. It's the Spurs <laughs> fan, I think, in us, is that you just expect disappointment. Yeah. Because I, I, I literally picture it in my head. Like, part of me thinks, well, if Ronda, Becky and Charlotte go on last, then Becky's winning. But that also probably means that Seth's losing. Potentially, yeah. But if they go on, if Seth and Brock go on last... I still feel Brock's winning. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just don't know how, how they're going to beat Brock clean. Yeah, that's the thing. Because as good as Seth Rollins is, he's not a Goldberg or an Undertaker or someone who, like, yeah. everyone would be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so... He has to do it through nefarious means, doesn't he? Through, like... So, I mean, Brock's just going to retain just... and then he'll, he'll lose it to Roman the next pay-per-view. <laughs> I've tried to play this scenario through my head. I think Brock probably will win. I don't want that. Like, would he like? If Brock wins, as long as it's not in a two, four or five minute match, yeah, which I don't think it would. Of be. just suplex, 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 F five, yeah, kick out, F five, not kick out. Then there may uh, might be me with a few drinks. Being in the crowd might be not so not so devastated. No, not so devastated oh, okay. with it. If it's just three minute match completely destroys Seth makes him look like a twat everyone in the crowd is just like really? then it'll be hard to recover the rest of the night so I I don't know man I've basically since the Rumble I've been convinced that Seth's going to win like Seth's got to win right? but it's like every time I think that Brock wins yeah (laughs) so yeah we'll see (laughs) Seth will win and then Vince McMahon will come out and he'll be like, oh, um, um, but if you want to walk away with the title tonight, you have to beat this man. And then he'll bring back, I don't know, like, fucking the whole of the Raw roster. I don't know, man. I think if Seth doesn't beat Brock, there will be a lot of pissed off people. Be I think there'll be more pissed off people if um, Seth doesn't beat Brock than if Becky doesn't win the title. Potentially. Because... If Becky doesn't win the title, then maybe Charlotte wins the title. Yeah. But if if Seth doesn't win the title, then Brock, Brock keeps the, the title. Win. Yeah, which is the, that's the worst scenario. And it's, it's not, not that even Seth didn't win it; it's that Brock didn't lose. And it, it's not even heat on Brock. It's yeah. not like boo Brock. No, heat. I mean, I don't hate Brock Lesnar; I just hate the situation. Yeah. Um, like why? Why does he have to be champion? Oh yeah, that's the thing. What I always say is, I I, like have him, keep him around. It's fine by me. Have him show up a couple times a year. Just don't have him with a title. Have him in high-profile feuds every like 
big full pay-per-view yeah just don't have the title just don't have the title I know that he adds prestige and like legitimacy and stuff but I mean it also takes away a lot from the weekly episodic sequence yeah. of events like you don't have your champion there and there's only so much Paul Heyman can do that's one of the big differences as well between Raw and Smackdown so mm. Smackdown have always benefited well, from Daniel having Bryan's, someone there pretty much every week Daniel Bryan's ever present now isn't he on Smackdown multiple every segments a week. week yeah exactly and even when AJ was champion for instance there might be a couple of weeks where he just wasn't on it Daniel Bryan has been on it every single week um, and, and even in, in, in the crowd sometimes if you don't get AJ on the show more often than not you got him on the dark show yeah exactly in the dark match yeah so yeah I mean it's, it's not Brock I mean listen Brock is a a very very tough man who has made a very successful career for himself in multiple different um, facets of sport or entertainment so like, nothing against Brock Lesnar I just really wish he wasn't Universal Champion yeah most people <laughs> if they were given his deal would take it exactly you I don't blame him for it Brock for it it's just like WWE it's just the, have, the, the crowd are like, over it now it's like they're too scared to pull the trigger on like a new generation so to speak they did it with Roman and it immediately backfired yeah. because of what happened that's yeah, no one's fault and it's now it's like okay well it's probably best that we just keep it on Brock got and cold it feet. seems like the only person who might take it off Brock is Roman again um, but that seems like maybe they might give a slow build with Roman from now which would be the wisest Roman. thing to do so then you've got Seth Finn Braun Drew Drew and that's about it, really. I don't know if we might have thrown Lashley in there. I don't know, but um, and that's really about it. So, do you go? Do you run with one of them? But then also, how do you know that something isn't going to work unless you run with it? Exactly. I mean, they gave Finn a title, and that immediately backfired as well. So you know, it's it's a hard one. I it's get a cursed really title. Thinking. Just get rid of the title. It's a cursed title. The only person who had a decent run with it was Kevin Owens, and then he lost it to fucking Goldberg. Yeah, they made him look like a twat throughout his entire reign. So yeah, I mean, not the greatest history of that title, is there? No. Um, but anyway, so hopefully something at WrestleMania will change. But if it doesn't, let's not shit on the whole thing. That's what people have a tendency to do. It'd still be a great pay per view. I'd give it a chance just in the Rob moment. I would. Beating Seth. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, just give it a chance, peeps. Anyway, uh, on to the other news from Raw this week, then. So, um, the main sort of storyline coming out of Raw. Well, was there really a main one? Some of the main ones. Well, some of the headlines, shall we say. So, we knew that Alexa Bliss was the, uh, revealed as the host of Raw, of WrestleMania, sorry, this year. Which, yay, nay, I don't really know. Um, she had a segment with Elias, which was quite cool, quite funny. Elias played a nice little ditty on the uh, on the guitar at the beginning. And he announced that he's going to be the musical act for WrestleMania 35, which actually I'm quite happy about. Because it means we don't have to sit through like a kid rock performance or something. Yeah, and like it means that or the Flo Rider. they might actually progress the story. Because all that happens is they get booed. <laughs> exactly, no one cares. Um, what it does mean is we'll have less opportunity to go to the bar <laughs> or go to the toilet if you're me um, I might invest in one of those like bladder things that you put down your trousers and then just like keep it in your sock <laughs> like a um, like the opposite of like a, a, f- a fluid bag yeah where you have a straw that goes in your mouth instead yeah. you just have like a gaffer yeah nice who's beeping their fucking horn 
at this time of night. Someone who has zero to walk with zero respect. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, that will in- maybe it doesn't even necessarily have to enhance the storyline, but it could. It has the potential for it could a, a mo- big segment, it could a, a WrestleMania moment. moment. Yeah, it will, it will just be Hulk Hogan, though, won't it? <laughs> I can't see why it would be. Unless, it would come unless out Elias and he'll is start up. doing his air guitar, and it'd be like, "Hey, remember when I used to do this, brother?" <laughs> unless and Elias is like, or, um, he's goes from criticizing the place the cities in to criticizing the whole country at which point they'll just go oh america yeah hulk hogan's back elias become fucking sympathizer (laughs) especially when half the crowd isn't going to be american (laughs) so yeah or like i don't know someone from new york be like hey mick foley new york's stupid you know what else is stupid handlebar mustaches (laughs) (laughs) and yellow clothing yeah, so maybe we'll see what happens with Elias or something. But he's announced it's going to be the musical act, so that's good. I still want him to have a match at some point. I hope he looks up the um, locations of um, every city, some of like, the people from every city in the world who's going to WrestleMania, <laughs> and then does find, it how throughout the night. That out? They'll, have, they'll have statistics on where like, tickets are bought from and stuff. Um, and then throughout the night, the common thread is that here you will find some time to rag on every single like 120 cities or whatever that people have come from. Yeah. Imagine him bringing up MK at WrestleMania. <laughs> Actually, it'd probably be Bournemouth or just London, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, England probably. Or the UK, Europe, Northern hey, Hemisphere. You guys have bad teeth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, some of us do, some of us don't. Um, anyway, so. So there was that. He got interrupted by the No Way Jose Conga, your favourite fella. Um, and Alexa sort of played it and like she. The heavy machinery. And heavy machinery. Leading the Conga line. That she had sort of organised for it to happen. But at the end, it was a mistake. They came too soon. Um, <laughs> Bit in there. <laughs> and then no way, no, way Jose, no way Jose, with a mask on, attacked Elias. And everyone was like, oh, who's this? And even myself for a split second went, oh, something good's happening. Oh, no, it's fucking no way. Jose. <laughs> With his green hair. Yeah, he looks ridiculous. It's yeah. like Naomi now. It's like a bootleg Naomi. Just nowhere near as talented. Um, but yeah, so that that happened. But Elias beat him again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I went to look up, actually. I tried to find out the stats on um, how much he's actually, how many matches he's won. I can't or, remember one or, or, single match. Like when the last time he was won, uh, he won. I couldn't find any statistics, statistics on him in 2019, but in 2018, he only won three matches. Mm. He's got to be at Kurt Hawkins' levels of terrible. At least Kurt Hawkins is entertaining. Well, yeah. yeah. But what do you mean? No, his A is just so fun to watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all about having a good time. Do you remember when we went to Raw and he was like the most over... Guy. That was ridiculous. Like it was him and Elias, ironically, which were the two most over. Like, how? What, who the fuck was cheering for No Way Jose? I know. Because I was just like, like, walking back to the tube, and everyone's singing it. I'd be like, "Fucking stop! They will, they will run with this." <laughs> yeah. They're gonna think that he's decent when it will, he's it will, not. It will be the 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 new Fandango, where it will be like, "Oh, we're going to the UK. Better yeah. get No Way Jose out." Yeah, we do not want this. And I like Fandango. Should be back soon. Well. Will he ever be back? Yeah, of course he will. Will he? Yeah. Will he? You're just saying will he now. <laughs> yeah, just... Why would he not? <laughs> I don't know, like, 
He's not doing anything. He didn't do anything when he got injured, really. He was he was right in the middle of fashion police. Not really. They'd come to the end of their sort of the popularity. Fashion stopped, yeah, yeah, but he was still part of the team. Oh well, yeah, but the team weren't doing anything. Would either of them be doing anything without it? So well, bring him back. Tyler Breeze has been very successful. You were so. entertaining. <laughs> he did have one good match on NXT. I think Tyler Breeze should. Maybe they should bring Fandango back and then Tyler, Tyler Breeze should turn on him. Give him something to do, man. Yeah. They'll have a great match together. I see why not. Better than watching Mojo talk to himself in the mirror. <laughs> oh my God. You literally saw two Mojos on the screen at the same time. I bet you like, figure it out. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fuck off, Mojo. Um, rest of Raw then. So, I mean, Ronda's, Ronda's a big big part of Raw these days, isn't she? Um, obviously, she's a, part of, a big part of WrestleMania going into it over the next few weeks. She defended her Raw Women's title against Dana Brooke in a squash match. Let's face it. I didn't quite get the response from Dana that I was hoping for, that I said last week. Did you hear the crowd when she tapped out? No. You could literally hear the crowd being like, oh, what? Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously she was going to tap out to that. Also, like, I like Ronda's new attitude because she looks fucking, like... It's how, it's how she should have been to begin with because I was never a, a big fan of the happy-go-lucky Ronda. No, like, I'm either. just so happy to be here. Ronda. I mean, I didn't hate it. Um, right, and it makes sense from, from, from the perspective of someone who is, who's just come into the business, they're new to it, they're happy to learn and all yeah. that kind of shit. Um, but at the same time, it just got a bit tiresome. How it was always like, I just want to be friends with everybody. Yeah. And like, I mean, the the video that she posted last week or the week before that you sort of shared around um, and to us, it wound me up a bit from what she said. Still not like certain um, that you know she wasn't fed those lines or whatever. But if even if she isn't or isn't, it's, it's irrelevant. That character is now interesting to me. Like it annoys it gets me a bit pissed off from the way she's massively disrespectful about the business and the fans now but like isn't that what a good heel does it's, yeah it's to, a bit to different an, approach to, to an extent it's a different approach because she's she's literally it's just like ripping the shit out of the industry yeah so like, there's, way, there's, the there's ways to go about it you know she started selling a break kayfabe t-shirt no She's, she's loving the fucking t-shirt things. Yeah, she? yeah, she's she's got like her own line of t-shirts. They're mm. independent. Um, but yeah, like every every time she says something on Raw, yeah, oh, make that into a t-shirt. Nice and have bitch. Yeah, exactly. That's not even a good line. <laughs> Why, who's walking around with a t-shirt that says "Ice and Advil, bitch"? <laughs> God, reevaluate your life. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Becky. I don't know if you saw it. Becky put out quite a funny picture of. Um, Paul Heyman and Ronda and Paul Heyman saying like um, uh, that's right t- tell him that we don't tell you what to say Ronda yeah. and he's just like yes you don't tell me <laughs> yeah, what to say I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a quick question on Ronda's t-shirt company do they also throw in free caps I'll have to look into that <laughs> if they do she might win me around Ice and Advil bitch Ice and Advil bitch on my head too you know just saying. That's where it would go if you had a headache. That's true. Yes. Um, so, Ronda defended against Databrook. And so, Databrook came out last week and made this really impassioned speech, you know, which 
was it was quite good to be fair. Bit of character development for for Dana, mm-hmm. and you know I was kind of hoping that this week we'd get an instance whereby, and I knew Ronda would like beat her quite comfortably, but I just thought like give her like that twenty hope seconds spot, that moment. Yeah, like she had a, a slap at the start. Yeah, or like make Ronda like go for her. Maybe Dana. I don't know what Dana's finisher is. Um, maybe let her hit her finish and then Ronda just powers out of it you know like just give her that little bit of like fan momentum like that sort of thing can really help a character like even if it's just tiny or even just like you remember at Wrestlemania 31 when like we we, we could have we could have had Ronda kind of toying with her to an extent and what I'm what I'm using as an example is just when um Lesnar got pushed into the post and started bleeding and then he was all over the place and yeah. rings hit him with the Superman punches. You could just have Ronda being all like dominating her, then charging into the corner, she moves out of the way and Ronda smacks her shoulder into the post. Yeah. And then um, maybe Dana rolls her up from that or something like, like that. Really close or, two count or, or like just a couple of roll ups just to get a bit of momentum on her side. But no, it was literally Ronda went for the kick, she caught it, she like slapped her or punched her. And then that's Ronda it. literally like annihilated her. That's, that's all I can remember. <laughs> so this new Ronda, as well as being a bit of a dick on camera, whether she is in, in personal life, I don't know. Um, she is stiff as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the I can't remember what move she did um, to get into the armbar, but it, uh, there was like, some sort of mule kick almost that she performed on Dana, which looked fucking painful. Then the armbar itself... Like usually it's a bit like yeah, concealed. Yeah. She, she concealed. Yeah, she that one was like extended, a, like almost hyperextended, um, her arm. Um, and I don't know if Dana's been used in this segment because she is. She's got strong arms. Double jointed. <laughs> Maybe she's double jointed Doing or something. Alexa. A bit like Alexa. Yeah. Um, but you know that looked painful. And to be fair to Dana, the like the way she sold it and the screams was and incredible. stuff. Um, it's it's times like this though. Where I just think sometimes WWE has just the worst medical team. Because <laughs> it had been like three minutes after she'd let go of the armbar. Yeah. And there was, she was like lying in the ring, writhing in agony, screaming, crying. Mm-hmm. And there's just two referees going, come on, we'll get you to the back. <laughs> Why haven't you already got her to the back? <laughs> Where's the doctor? Why don't you bring the stretcher out? Roman Reigns got a doctor out within oh. 20 seconds last week. Well, we'll but it's only Dana Brooks, so fuck it, who cares? <laughs> fuck Dana. <laughs> Matt was right though, she does look different. And she does look a bit. I think, I think she's, she's had really, her lips done. She's definitely had her lips done. They looked a bit ridiculous. They did look silly. Yeah. Um, but I think she's. I don't know. If she's. Just the makeup's changed. Or yeah. Like, well, a bit less around the eyes, maybe. He said that she had had Botox. I think that might. Yeah. Maybe be some of it. She did have a very smooth forehead. Uh, to be fair, she's, she she is the replacement Dana anyway. Oh no, yeah, she, the real Dana Brooks dead. Obviously. Playtime is over. Um. <laughs> so. Yeah, there was that. So, yeah, Danny Brooke tapped out to the armbar. And uh, Ronda, <laughs> Ronda attacked some more security. And then her husband punched one in the face. Yeah, and his forearm looked stiff as well. Yeah, it did look stiff. That wasn't um, the only thing that was stiff. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I said that. <laughs> Something about Ronda gets a win and her husband gets the erection. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she went into the crowd and started yeah. making out with him. <laughs> um, anyway, that was funny. <laughs> So, yeah, and um, did you know about Travis Brown and his checkered past? His alleged domestic abuse yeah. past. Yeah. Um, I'd oh. heard about it, but only after 
After this, this week. Yeah, same. I did. Um, someone had put a picture out of Ronda and, and, and him posing backstage. Um, and someone was like, name this team. And someone was just like, the domestic abusers. Anyway, anyway. Less said about that, the better. Interesting, though, to see maybe if he plays any sort of bigger part in TV in the next few weeks. Yeah, so I saw a tweet and it was like, oh my God, this is perfect. You have, um, it was like you have him in um, Ronda's corner at Mania. Yeah. Um, you have Rick in Charlotte's corner. And you have Conor McGregor <laughs> in Becky's corner. So it was like, A, that's insanely unrealistic. B, You've got Conor McGregor and Travis Brown. Travis Brown. Travis Brown. And then you've got Rick, seventy-year-old <laughs> Rick Flair, who's who's recently had a like near-death experience. That was just when he got beat up by Batista. Yeah, exactly. Um, so no, that's not going to happen. And someone was like, "Yeah, that makes sense. I'd I'd probably replace Rick with Andrade." And I was like, "How the fuck do you explain that in storyline?" <laughs> and then what does Selena do? Like, exactly. uh, excuse me, mate. <laughs> Doing out here with this bimbo. Did you see? Um, did you hear when Michael Cole said that Alistair Black wasn't there because he was um, attending business in in, uh, in Holland? Yeah, because him and Zelina are on honeymoon. Holland, honeymoon, are they? Um, yeah. Someone was like tending to business. <laughs> no, he's just having sex with Zelina Vega. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of putting it, I guess. She is a business manager, a business associate. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, moving on. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, interested to see whether Travis Brown features in anything more. And I assume she's going to get another fine this week. Well, yeah, she'll just keep getting fined. Becky said she'll pay for it on Twitter, though. Did you see that? She said, I've got shampoo money now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> um, Remember when Edge and Booker T had a match yeah. for, uh, for a shampoo advert? One of the... Probably the worst lead up to a match of WrestleMania history, uh, but yeah, there'll be a worse. decent match. There'll be a lot worse. <laughs> um, okay, moving like on. Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. Well, yeah. So this is where I was about to move on to. So the much anticipated final match of Kurt Angle's career. It was announced this week by Kurt himself in the ring, which is very strange for WWE these days. They usually just do it on Twitter. That's um, true. Damn true. That only only if it was something like if it was something like the Undertaker, someone yeah. big, but because yeah. it's Brandon Corbin, they can yeah. just do it on Raw. So um, probably the ultimate disappointment. Yeah, literally, you could hear the crowd. Yeah, and the crowd all went. Oh, and then Kurt Angle had to kind of be like, "All right, come." Yeah. <laughs> and he's done it a couple of times now. So he said at the time, like, um, he might not put, be the most popular. Yeah, he put a tweet out saying, that yeah. he knows it's not the most popular choice, but nothing will make him happier." And but I think. Kurt Angle's wife put out a couple of tweets as well, saying kind of like making fun of it a little bit. Mm. Um, Rumours are that um, he didn't really get to get to pick. Mm. Well, um, I'm assuming he wouldn't have done. Um, and suppose like the fan backlash might lead to a change in plans, but it's it just going to be Baron Corbin. Yeah. It's just going to be Baron. Trying to have a fun little piece of trivia. I would love to. I was live in attendance at. Um, Planet Ice Planet Ice yeah um, when Kurt Angle wrestled his final match I do know this yes. before going into back, the Hall of Fame back into WWE yeah. so he wrestled his final independent match and it was his final match in the UK um, and I also get to then be live for his final match ever that is a good point wow 
Maybe, yeah, maybe you should have been his final match. Yeah, I've, I've been there for the last two years of his career. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> after, announce, after announcing that and that going down like a fucking lead balloon full of shit, um, he then had a match with Chad Gable, which everyone, like, I think a lot of people would have thought this as some sort of dream match they wanted to see one day. And turns out we got it on Raw, and it was good. I'd like to imagine that his last few weeks on Raw is going to be random... Dream out like next week will be Shelton or something. Yeah, Shelton disappeared this week. Um, maybe he might get to wrestle Seth or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe uh, not. Probably they're probably not time for that before Mania, is there? Stick him in the one with yeah. Dean. Have it as both their farewells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Dean doesn't get a farewell tour. Well, don't think he's on there in their good books. Who knows. Um, Who does know? I mean, literally, it could be a work for all I know. That's what I fucking love about WWE sometimes. Could be a work, could not be a work. Have you heard that apparently WWE have told Renee Young to talk less? No. She doesn't talk that much. She doesn't talk a lot to begin with. She kind of, like, once she gets involved, she can talk a fair amount, talk a lot. She can talk quite a lot. She doesn't really talk any more than Corey Graves does. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they've told her to. Some someone was like with the whole Kofi thing. Yeah, you can play the bluff. The whole Kofi thing and the uh, and telling Renee Young to to talk less this week. It's not a good look for WWE. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, that was worth it. <laughs> That's what she said. Why? Why that particular? Why Ted DiBiase? I don't know. That's what he asked me to do. So naming no names. It's a he. Naming, naming no names. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they asked me to do. The powers that be. <laughs> the greater power. <laughs> um, so, yeah. What was wrong now? I got distracted by the laugh. Cat Angle and Tag Angle. It was a good match. And then Baron Corbin lost to Apollo Crews. That's yes, a one way did. to build him up as a credible career. What render. a really interesting way to build a few. Lost clean. Not even via <laughs> Kurt distraction. I lost clean to Apollo Crews. Maybe maybe Kurt. Oh, they already had that match, actually, Cat Angle and Apollo Crews, didn't they? Yeah, the other week. I don't know. It's interesting to see what what we get with Kurt's last couple of matches. It's just you know, Baron it's Corbin. It's next. so like underwhelming. Yeah, but it makes sense. It makes sense because, in a storyline point of view, it makes sense for them two to have a match because they've got beef going back for like a year. But we've also, at the same time, seen this. We've seen them in matches and they have a single. They have had a singles match actually, haven't they? Recently, they had um, one on Raw and. I don't know if it's kind of a reward for Corbin, because like I was saying last week, like he gets a lot of he gets a lot of crowd heat. Yeah. Um. What What better way than to beat Kurt Angle in his retirement match? Yeah. And that like you can just like, like you, you can hear him coming out the next night and just being a proper smug asshole about it. Yeah. Um. And then what? But what happens from there? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Where do you go? I'm not sure. Um. Yeah. It's yeah, bit bit uh, massive letdown. It is a letdown still, but I think people are still holding up. What, what's the weirdest been... thing for me is that for years and years now, well over ten years, every time Cena's turned up in Chicago, he's booed out of the building. <laughs> but this yeah. week they were saying we want Cena. Yeah, literally in Chicago they were chanting for John Cena. Wow, how times have changed. How the and no one mentioned CM turned. Punk at any point. I no, think. they did. I didn't hear. There was there was. Chants constantly spat throughout, split throughout the night. Really? Where yeah. like pe- people, are, it's now got to a phase where people turns on, people yeah. turn on the people who are chanting it. People boo them, but yeah, towards the start, 
and it was just random. It just starts at random points as well. It's really mm. annoying, but yeah, it was definitely still present. Okay, I didn't really hear any. But um, it's dying down, but it's still yeah. still far too present. The rest of Raw, then. I mean, it was fairly quiet Raw for the WrestleMania season. They had the, the Batista segment where he gave a all right interview from his office. Yeah, it was okay. I thought it was alright. Um, There's a bit of an explanation. Yeah, there was a little bit. And also, someone someone tweet, tweeted a video, like a comparison video of, you know, the promo he gave when he was saying he was quitting. Oh, he game. said, um, "What is your malfunction?" Uh, what is your malfunction? Like, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> what is your malfunction? To be fair, Michael Cole is very robotic. <laughs> That's true. Um, like Mike, Michael Cole coming with the sass in this interview, being like, "Well, like, oh yeah, yeah he was like." I don't like the guy. Like, he like, doesn't really answer my question. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> and he was like, I've known Triple H for like 20 years and he's always been good to me. Well, this <laughs> isn't about you, Michael Cole. <laughs> uh, Michael Cole's been like getting on people's tits recently, hasn't he? Yeah, for the last five years of me watching. <laughs> no, but like Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar was supposedly very angry with him yeah, last week. Yeah, Brock Lesnar didn't beat him up. Didn't. That was a shame. And that's because he got scared by Michael Cole going, what's he going to do? Beat me up again? <laughs> I'll sue the company. <laughs> um, so yeah, Michael Cole being all sassy. Anyway, so we've got Bill Charlie that. Caruso. Charlie Caruso also being sassy, looking great whilst doing it, and Sasha calling her out on it. You know what, Charlie? I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, that's true. I was, I've been thinking it for months now. They're all, they're all on it. Yeah, Dasha, Kayla, Braxton. Kayla as well, yeah. What makes you think that you can beat Randy Orton? <laughs> Fucking AJ Styles, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, they've, they've all, they've, I don't know if they've been told to sass it up Seems or be like a bit it. more like... Just I'm, I'm fine with them having a bit more personality because they've had more personality in the last kind of two years than they've had in the whole 20 years previous. Yeah. Um, apart from that time when um, The Rock made Coachman dance <laughs> and he kicked him in the arse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it gets to a point where it's like, all right, you're going into business for yourself now, come yeah. on. Yeah, I know. But Come on, Caruso. I mean, I like, to be fair, there's... They're quite a likable team of reporters, which is yeah. quite rare because I usually dislike them. I usually can't remember them. I can't yeah. remember their names. I could tell you all of their names. Yeah. Um, and Gosh, to be fair, Char- Charlie has such a news reporter voice yeah. that when she's like, when it sounds like she's trying to get the dirt, that it sounds legit. Yeah. Like it makes sense that she would be trying to kind of get to the root of the story and yeah. the nitty gritty. Yeah. Mm. And she's fit. She did look great. Ah, oh, Charlie. Is she the new Renee? <laughs> I think that would be a new Renee. <laughs> Interestingly, Frankie was listening to a Grace Helbig podcast the other day. And you know Grace Helbig? Grace who? Helbig. No. She's like an American comedian. Or like, she's a YouTube star from back in, from a few years back. She's quite a big name now. But she has her own podcast. And uh, Renee Young was on it. And Frankie was like, I'm listening to a podcast with Renee. I was like, oh, Renee. <laughs> Jealous. She doesn't like Renee Young. But then she listened to the podcast and she thought, she's all right. She has really good taste in music. I was like... Yeah, if she followed her on Instagram, she would like her. She'd like Renee. Everyone likes Renee. We should hook them up. (laughs) What? As in, get them to meet. I mean, I don't hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's be friends with Renee. Okay. Maybe we could get friends with Dean Ambrose as well and then we can ask him about his contract situation and then we can break the news on the podcast and people might listen to us. He could be on the podcast. Nah, that's going too far. Mm. He was on fucking Zack Ryder's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're cooler than them. Exactly. Fucking nerds. Marks. 
Um, anyway, speaking of Dean Ambrose, he wasn't on Raw this week, but he was on, on the dark bit. Yeah, at the so end of Raw. He come um, out, and that running. came out. That uh, came about after Seth Rollins had faced Drew McIntyre and uh, lost. They had a, a good match as well. Really good match. Um, the interrupt, inter- Seth interruption. facing his evolved form. <laughs> yeah, his dad basically, <laughs> or older brother. Although, yeah, he's older, isn't he, Drew McIntyre? Um, interruption from some Brock, so some character or storyline development. Some interruption there. from some Brock. <laughs> some Brock, <laughs> yeah. Not all of him. Just he part didn't of do him. much. <laughs> no, that's the thing. They float him all the way out there. He starts the show doesn't do anything and he's only in the ring for about five minutes that's literally their way of being like you're not leaving early today yeah <laughs> and that's to sit for the entire entirety of Raw just to come out have his music hit stand at the top of the ramp not get physical bounce around a bit that's it yeah it's a bit of a letdown isn't it yeah probably um, but then I think at the end of Raw after Raw went off the, I think Baron Corbin Baron attacked Corbin, Seth Rollins yeah. and then Dean Ambrose made the save didn't he I don't know if they had a match or something afterwards but... no it, it was literally just Rollins hit the stomp. That was it. Yeah, that was Everyone it. went home. Everyone went home happy. Um, but yeah, Drew beat Seth. So, you know, big news for Drew. Drew also challenged Roman Reigns to a match at WrestleMania. So we'll hear yeah, about Roman that. Roman wasn't there this Roman week. Roman wasn't there this week. Um, he wasn't allowed, as, as what Michael Cole said. They, they wouldn't clear him to even be here. To be there. Which as is if he's like, the air is contaminous. <laughs> yeah. Contaminous? Contaminated. Contaminous. Contagious. Contagious, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Contaminants, uh, where the fuck did I get that from? I have no idea. We're watching too much Joey on Friends lately. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't see that yeah, on the podcast. Anyway, um, so yeah, we'll see if Roman accepts that challenge. I'm assuming he will. Um, yeah, of course he And will. I think that will be a really, really good match. Of course it will. Roman always delivers on the big stage, and it would be a good opportunity for Drew as well. Yeah. Who is on a roll. Um, I'm just looking up the current announced matches for WrestleMania 35. So, yeah, there's been a few things going around about how WrestleMania this year is going to be supposedly 17 matches and will therefore be eight hours long. But at the well, same just... time, they're also saying that there, there's an internal effort to um, keep the number of matches to a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's one or the other, and there's already 10. So, at the minute, I feel like we're getting a lot of singles matches. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in the uh, in the wiki out of ten. And some of those include the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So you know that's going to have a fair few people in it. Any Actually, chance? Actually, no. Of the... We have eight because I didn't include the Asuka one. Asuka versus whoever wins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, five title matches at the moment. So to say, I can't see where the 17 comes from. Man. Well, I mean, you've still got... You could potentially have up to two tag, three tag title matches. Anything with the Usos hasn't been decided yet. So you suppose you've got the SmackDown tag teams, Raw tag teams, and the women's tag teams. Yeah. I don't think the Raw... Well, they had there. a Raw women's tag team challenge, didn't they? Hmm. I don't know what we're going to do with that, whether SmackDown will be involved in some way. It seems a bit unfair if not. I think seeing it with the actions of this week. Well, yeah, you would expect maybe the Iconics to fail four way perhaps into that match. But it's a bit raw, heavy, isn't it? Yeah, a bit. Um, and there's not really any real. Um, 
stipulations. Yeah, either. we've got a no holds barred so, match. Yeah, Triple H Batista. I was thinking maybe Roman Drew could have been no holds barred or something, but then you've already got a big. Yeah, exactly. Like, and and they don't do cage matches and stuff at WrestleMania, so no. it's probably not going to happen. Um, but yeah, we've currently got ten. And then you've got the Intercontinental title, obviously. Intercontinental title's not the not WWE title. WWE title's yet to be confirmed. Um, the US title was confirmed this week, wasn't it? It was, yeah. That's I got, feel like that might change. That's got pre-show written all over it for me. Well, that'd be a shame for Joe. Be a shame for Joe. Be a shame for Ray. Yeah. And Dominic. <laughs> Fucking Dominic was that, wasn't he? Anyway, we'll go to SmackDown in a minute, but yeah. Um, so I can't see where the seventeen comes from, but I can see maybe like twelve, thirteen. Well, let, let, let's see. So we still got the women to announce. That that got to be on there. Between the Raw and the SmackDown tag By women, teams, you mean the women's the, tag? The women's tag. Um, we still got either Raw or SmackDown tag team titles because I don't think they'll both be on there. I don't think the Raw. I think the I think the revival will be in the Battle Royal. Yeah. Um, which they've left quite late to announce. It's usually like two they months in advance. Braun Strowman. Yeah, usually in about two months in advance as well. You get people saying, "I'm going to be in the the Battle Royal," and then start throwing people over the top rope, being like, "This is what I'm going to do to you." <laughs> Remember that. Even though it happens every single match. Um. So that that's an extra potential two matches for the both tag teams. Then. WWE title three. Maybe they just won't have it on the show. Uh, what are we missing? Intercontinental it's potential for yeah. something for Ke- for Kevin Owens. Yeah, what's Kevin Owens going to do? Can't leave him off. The light. I must give him a KO show segment, but a live segment which you imagine might take up some time. So yeah, there's you've got to have something with that. I'm assuming the Hardys will be involved in a tag team match for the. Titles, I don't know. And I mean, you can have a, you can have three matches on the kickoff, especially if it's going to be a minimum of two hours. Well, it'd be the cruiserweights, cruiserweights, and I think the US, maybe, maybe the US the the, the, the Asuka match. Asuka I just don't care about probably her. Naomi, but might be Sonya Deville. Can't see it being Carmella. No, it won't be Carmella. Maybe Mandy again, but we have that. But are we, or do we also have to have then a women's battle royal? Well, they had one last year. It seemed like they were going to do it every year, but maybe not. And they're supposedly scrapping Evolution for this year as well. Why the hell would they do that? I don't know. Well, that lasted long. Trade it for a Saudi Arabia show. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if they ran a women-only Saudi Arabia show one day. Good luck with that, my friend. Progress. Um, yes, progress would run it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so, I mean, is there anything else from Raw that you wanted to discuss? I mean, I felt like it was a fairly quiet week. Um. Well, I mean, yeah, we had Natalia and Beth Phoenix coming out of retirement, yeah. which is a big deal, I guess. I mean, yeah, for me, for, for her. people. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't think I think that was about it, really. The revival said they didn't like Baron Corbin. That was the Raw Tag Team Championship involvement <laughs> of the week. Yeah. Which I I forgot. I was going to send you guys a post, um, but I forgot. There's a picture of uh, it was a tweet, and. This guy, a picture of his two sons, or his two nephews, saying, Nephew's got some gold for their third birthday. Look out, Dash Wilder. And it's got Dawson, and it's them with the tag team titles. Mm. And Dash responded, saying, Please don't wish being raw tag team champs on them for their sake. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, that's how well that's going. (laughs) Fucking hell. 
Oh dear. Well, that'll be on the kickoff war on the Andrew <laughs> the Giant. Well, I'm mean, just imagine that will be on the kickoff show, won't it? Yeah, that's too. So that plus they the both were last year. That plus the cruiserweights, and also probably the women's title for SmackDown. No, the Raw women's title will be on the kickoff. <laughs> yeah, that fucking Raw women's title match has been on like every Raw and SmackDown for the last three months. Mm-hmm. So Raw women's title it involves two wrestlers who are. On Smackdown, on Smackdown <laughs> but come on. Um, so I'm going to ask you very quickly. Actually, no, we'll go on to Smackdown because I'll get onto it at the very end. Um, we spent a long time on Raw. We did spend a long time on Raw. We spent less. Actually, we spent a long time on pre-Raw <laughs> pre-Raw stuff. WrestleMania preparation. Um, so let's get on to Smackdown then. So um, the obviously the big story going into this was to do with the Gauntlet match that was set up by Vince McMahon last week for Kofi I'm not going to do it um, <laughs> yeah can we exclude that from Smackdown talk because it's just <laughs> going to happen every time so yeah essentially what Kofi had to achieve was to beat Samoa Joe both of the bar Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan and Randy Orton is he Eric Rowan is he just Rowan, Rowan. is he Eric I think he's it. did he come out to the Bludgeon Brothers feature yeah that was weird what, what happened to Sheep Herder yeah um, that's the official name I know it is it's on Spotify ding ding <laughs> ding that's what I can remember okay well done um, so yeah he had to beat those uh, so the Gauntlet match um, and Randy Orton did you say Randy Orton that is Randy Orton so this was um, obviously the main part of Smackdown it took up just over half the show um, which is fine you would expect that from a Gauntlet match involving these, these types of people um, and you know this whole Kofi story has got people divided. Needless to say, there's division within the PWP ranks as well. So I believe it's rare that we all agree on things. To be fair, that's true. I believe that there are two ends of the spectrum here, and I feel like you sit at one end, and Matt sits at a very different end, <laughs> and I sit somewhere in the middle, which is what I usually tend to do. To be fair, I'm very middle of the road, sit on the fence kind of guy. Some might say dull. How very dare you? <laughs> Just for that, I'm going to bring back the Kofi laughing. No. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a clip of Kofi laughing. <laughs> Do you have to play it twice because you said his name as well? No, it doesn't count for me. It only counts for you. Okay. What are you doing? I just wanted to get up a clip from um, from when Randy Orton came out and Tom Phillips fucked up. It was... Is that probably said Big E's been in the match for 40 minutes? <laughs> Big E's been in the ring for 41 minutes. And instantly Corey Graves was like, yeah, Kofi's been in there for over 40 minutes now. <laughs> like, I always find that whenever someone gets a name wrong, the other commentator always immediately corrects them, yeah. but without explicitly correcting them. Yeah. But you also get the, the part where Randy... Uh, stupid. Like, stupid. Yeah. That was cool. Good little That's throwback. Cool. Little throwback. We had it the other week, though, with Kofi doing it, didn't we? Yeah. But, like, it, it's it's... It's a good essence of, of Randy's character to just be like, oh, like remember this? <laughs> remember how much this pissed you off? Remember how much it pissed me off? <laughs> Some might say unnecessarily. Unnecessarily so. Um, but yeah, so the Gauntlet match, it went on Funny for... how you wanted him to get up for an RKO this week. <laughs> the Gauntlet match went on for approximately, what, 65, 70 minutes? I don't think it was that long. It, it, I think it was under an hour. 
Was it? Yeah, I don't think it, yeah, it didn't go an hour. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, homie. I think it'd be close, it would be around the 50 mark. Well, they said he'd been in the ring for over 51 minutes at one point. 41. No, after that. Oh. Um, maybe it was after the Dan and Brian bit. When Dan and Brian was actually in the ring. But what, so what actually happened was uh, Kofi started the night against Sheamus. Here we go. Literally just straight off the bat, you got it wrong, I'm correcting you. <laughs> um so yeah, what did you make of it of this whole scenario? What do you make of this whole scenario? Firstly, so now that Matt's not here, you've got your chance to have your say. I think as good as it is, WWE are guilty again of overcomplicating a, a simple story. Yeah. Um, and the way, not just the older member of the New Day, <laughs> you can say, yeah. but the rest of the New Day are playing their parts in it yeah. perfectly. I think this has done a lot for them as serious contenders. Mm. Um, and it's done a lot for, for Xavier and Big E, um, especially with Big E's 41-minute performance. <laughs> yeah, he did great. <laughs> um, so the, their performances all throughout, in both matches and promos and everything, has been spot on. Um, it's just, there needs to be at some point, there needs to be explanation from Vince. Yeah, why as is to he why, doing Why is he doing this? Yeah. Why, I... Why is he playing in the way he is? Because he's racist, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> that's that seems to be where it's going. Which isn't necessarily a good look. No, it's definitely not a good look for a CEO of a publicly traded company. I mean, it's the Vince McMahon character, but he was born in that era. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so yeah, like I'm still fully on board with it. I'm I'm not convinced. That I want to see him win the title. Mm. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against it. Mm. I'd probably go mental if he did really? in a good way like if I'm there and he did mm. then yeah I'd, go, I'd fucking probably go mental if Baron Corbin won the title <laughs> what just because I would have been there um, but if we don't get any title changes at WrestleMania I'm going to be so pissed off <laughs> in the 32 matches yeah. Um, but yeah it's it, it's a simple storyline the fans love Kofi they've always loved Kofi <laughs> You said it twice, but I only play it once because I'm nice like that. They've always liked it. Um, <laughs> but now... If you could see Aiden's face right now. Um, and now he's elevating himself or he's been put in a position to elevate himself and the fans are fully behind him. That's the story. And even like the addition of the whole B-plus player stuff, mm. I actually quite like. I've seen people saying, oh, that, like, that's the one thing that Daniel Bryan should have stayed away from. No, I think I like the fact that he's that, that's the it. That's the area where he should have gone to because it just it goes towards the delusional heel. Yeah, and it's immense the fact that like he is firmly on WWE's side, like Vince's side with this. Yeah. And that's what a heel would do. But... Yeah, I'm. I'm sure we will. We we should and will get an explanation. I'm sure. Um, but at the moment, it's just like literally every week. Mm. Like the same. Like there was a point a couple months or a couple of weeks ago where Becky was getting suspended every week. Mm. Now Kofi's getting screwed every week. And while it's 
it's enhancing the story, it can sometimes kind of harm it at the same time. Oh, this I'm is just going to talk over This it. is more fun than I've imagined it being, to be fair. <laughs> anyway, yeah, carry on. You, you'd finished, hadn't you? Okay, um, done. Well, I agree, and I also disagree. I literally, if you go back two months, nobody cared. Like, I'm not saying nobody cared about Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. People thought he was a really great in-ring performer, part of a really good stable, who are really successful in the tag team division. Really entertaining. Fine. And part of what Daniel Bryan says makes sense. He was given an opportunity, though. He didn't actually do anything to Warren when he replaced Mustafa Ali for the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. And, and, and all of a sudden, where did this come from? It's like, it's like people needed reminding that Kofi Kingston was there. Oh, I see. I see. Two can play at this game. Can they, though? Because well, I can't be on. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's like they needed him to be reminded that he was there in order for them to actually start caring. And now that they have been, it's like, yeah, he's been there for a long time. He's been held down because he's never won in the WWE title, um, which he hasn't been held down. Like, and now everyone's outraged by the fact he's been there so long and hasn't won a title. What about other people who have been there for a long time and haven't won titles? You know? I can't think of any other top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what about Braun Strowman? He hasn't been there that long, but he's been there for years now. Not won a title. Some other Joe have been all around the world. Championships of a ten-year-old kid. Singles title. Kofi's won he about won a thirty in like thirty championships in his time in WWE or something ridiculous. Uh, just never won that one title, and everyone's up in arms about it. Now I get that he's a great in-ring performer, but what Corey Graves was saying on commentary kind of resonates with me. He's not the man. He's not main event level. Yeah, and I it, get that. It, just, it, it all feels a bit fake and forced. At the same time, you're not main event level until you get put there. I agree, and that's what that's why I feel like I because somewhere in the middle of the spectrum. <laughs> because I'd like to take take that chance on someone. As but much, probably have it someone maybe the, be someone who's a bit younger. But I mean, the the perfect parallel. Is Daniel Bryan mm. like there was never any any plans for him to be a main event guy mm. and then the crowd went oh we really like him yeah. everything he does gets over which is what the the New Day have done albeit that they're a three man group yeah. and then they put him in the in the main event and he took off from there yeah so well, I guess one of the problems I have with it and I don't have a massive problem with it so I, I don't I actually think as much as I like Kofi, he might be the my least favorite member of the New Day. I mean, Biggie's probably the most entertaining, and Xavier Woods is probably the best in terms of just on the mic and being just generally quite funny. <laughs> and then Kofi's kind of Kofi's funny, but and he's really great in the ring, but he doesn't entertain me as much. Although he does a really cool um, reporter impersonation, which is quite fun. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember what he calls him. <laughs> like Kramer Cranston or yeah, something like that. that. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm torn because I like Kofi. I think he's a great in-ring performer and he does he has a great thing going with the New Day. I just think, is he main event? Maybe. If he is, is he championship material? Probably not. He, he is not who I would choose to have as WWE champion out of the people that you could choose from on SmackDown. I'm just glad. I think that there's about four or five different people that you can put in front of him. 
I'm just glad Maybe. that they at least have listened. They they didn't just they didn't hear all of the the response for Kofi after the gauntlet match in the chamber and just went yeah right anyway back to Kevin Owens or well, something like that. Well, the thing is, I think had WWE like even after the gauntlet match, the original one day, put such a great performance in. Even after that, if they had had him get eliminated from the elimination chamber early, this would have all died down by now. Yeah, probably. I don't think there would have been much more of an outcry about it for any more than maybe a week. I think it would have been done. I think Kevin Owens would be in the title picture. Supposedly the original plan before Mustafa Ali got injured was that it would be Brian and Owens and Mania. Yeah. So, you know, who's the lo- who's the real winner and loser here? I mean, KO's lost out. And, and Kofi... Is, and Mustafa did to an extent. Uh, well, yeah, Mustafa Ali did too. So... You know, it's it's all a bit of a weird situation. I get why people are wanting to see it because he has been there a long time and he has done some great stuff. But you know, other people have been there a long time too. Dolph Ziggler's been there for fucking like fifteen, sixteen years. I know he he has won an individual title before. Um, Big E himself has been there for a long, long time, and never even come close to winning the WWE title. <laughs> never really, never actually ever been given an opportunity. He probably held it when he was with Ziggler. You might have done, yes. Um, so, you know, there's there's things like that that people might... Uh, is it? Are you going to get outraged by everyone who hasn't won the title? Spare no. a thought for fucking Zack Ryder. No, no thank you. <laughs> I mean... I think, regardless of your... of your stance on the whole Kofi Mania thing... Um, is is hard it's hard not to have been entertained or invested in some way in mm. all of the segments since elimination chamber yeah and i mean i like the, the, the elimination the, the final two in the elimination chamber itself yeah the the in-ring action and the crowd response was what professional wrestling's all about um and it was the way that um it was it was weird because although I'm all for Kofi Mania and stuff, and I'm not necessarily all for him winning the title. Mm. Um, when I was watching SmackDown, and I watched um, the bit where when he when he loses, it was I got it was I found myself kind of slightly emotional in a way, <laughs> and it felt, it felt really weird. Such a mark. But I felt, but it was because it's been told really well. And it's been sold really well, um, and it just made me. It just made me remember why. Oh, yeah, this is why I watch. Why I watch wrestling? Yeah. Because when it's right, when it's good, it's really good, regardless of whether you want Kofi to win or not. Um, and all the stuff following, like the, uh, the backstage bit with the New Day talking about. No, fuck it, we'll just quit. Mm. I've not actually seen that video. I know you sent it to us, but I've not watched it. So they're in the changing room, and um, like Xavier's the one who first puts it out there and just saying, like, like, you've been working all this time, like, we've been working all this time, we don't, like, we're being, like, been held down, all this kind of shit, like, they they know how good we are, they send us out, and they, they love us, they do all these things, they make us do all of these things, but... Maybe this is it. Maybe this is as far as we can go. Maybe mm. we should just quit. Mm. And Kofi kind of kind of, like pipes up a bit and kind of says like, like, don't be stupid. And they're like, look, you've got kids. You can just go home. 
be with the kids, mm. go trick or treating, all that kind of shit. Um, and then later on in the night, Big E put out like a two, two and a half minute video of him in like a hotel room just talking to the camera about everything. And that's when the whole kind of top was like Ross Kemp, was he? Probably not. Well, probably. <laughs> I would be if I was in that shape. Um, but it was a lot. More, it was a lot calmer than Ross Kemp. <laughs> you have no idea what this means. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, niche reference. Uh, so yeah, Biggie he was kind of just talking to the camera about how um, like you. You work for so long, like when when you get into the business, you think if you do this, if you follow these rules, if you do all of this stuff, then as long as you're good, things will come your way. Mm. Um, but they they won't. They, it's just not how it works. Um, and then they, that's when he starts to use the term "people like us," mm. which people have started to interpret as a race thing. Mm. Which personally, I'm not. Yeah. Interpreting as a race thing. Probably done on purpose, though. Is, so I don't know if you saw the tweet that I put out about this earlier. I did see it. Yes. So. For me, them using the term people like us mm. purposely in an ambiguous manner mm. is designed for us as fans to make up our minds as to what we think they mean by that. Yeah. Otherwise, they might as well just come out and say it's because we're black. Yeah. So th- there's ambiguity surrounding it. The way I see it, it's just they're guys who who know they're good ambassadors and they know that the company knows that. They're role models. They're good tag team. They're like a legendary tag team. But I know they're valued by the company, but I've reached the glass ceiling and know that they've reached that ceiling. Yeah. And it's been put there on purpose. Yeah. So now they're unhappy about it from an in-ring standpoint. Mm. So that's why I think they mean by people like us. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's probably been deliberately inflammatory, not in the not again not in the obvious way where they've gone. Vince doesn't like us because we're black, but they've they've put it out there, and there's history with this. Like there's obviously the Booker T stuff with WWE back in the day when Triple H said like people like you don't become world heavyweight champion or whatever. And then he didn't. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, and you know, people are constantly going on about WWE not having a black WWE champion um, at any point. So, you know, there's, there's history. Do you include The Rock in that or not? You're not allowed to. I mean, Booker T won the World Heavyweight. Not the WWE title. Yeah. That's the thing. Do you remember the time when Vince said the N-word? Yeah. <laughs> That's what in I front of Booker T. That's what I was going to get to in my history. Vince has previous. Um, but anyway tell me <laughs> um, so well you know it, I think it's a really good sort of angle to approach in that it will get a lot of people talking but it does not bring any good publicity to WWE or Vince McMahon himself hmm. um, and if he's willing to say that that's fine like in, in you know to sacrifice that self like public image for a good storyline then fair play the good thing with WWE is they can just sell that as that's the opinions of the character Vince McMahon yeah. this doesn't reflect our corporate views but people won't buy that will they I'd be like it does <laughs> so what do we think the fallout of this is I have no idea because we've got two Smackdowns till Mania I think personally 
I mean, if, any, anyone who's not obvious. Kofi Kingston at WrestleMania mm. is going to have a very hard time winning that crowd around. Yeah. In that match. In that match. No, everybody yeah. else. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, you Becky. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, well, how was the fallout? I don't know. Part of me thinks, like, can they just rehash the storyline? Can they occupy SmackDown? That's what I was thinking. Just not even necessarily with the crowd, but just have all the baby faces. Yeah. Like, have all the guys that you had at the back watching Raw, mm. watching the match, I mean. Yeah. Have them all come out and just be like, look, we, I'm going I'm to be one of you, so it's it. We ain't leaving. <laughs> we ain't leaving. Um... Until you give them the chance. (laughs) Well, yeah, because this is how they would say it. You don't know which one? Jimmy. Okay. Because he speaks a bit more. Yeah, yeah, so have them kind of come out and just literally refuse for the the show to proceed Hmm. without Vince coming out and and giving like it kind of maybe be a bit of an underwhelming way for it to happen but at the same time it would be good to show that like because that's what they they spent a lot of time showing on Smackdown this week that the baby faces were behind him yeah I, mean, I felt like it might that might lead somewhere the but Miz it mentioned it at the really start KO having AJ it. mentioned it in his in his backstage interview KO mentioned mm-hmm. it anyone who was a baby face apart from Becky came out and mentioned him yeah Becky didn't say a word yeah the part of me felt like because obviously Randy's involved in this storyline with AJ and obviously he was the last person the last person in the corner that Kofi had to face and I thought what if AJ just helps Kofi out and Kofi wins then Vince comes out and says no Kofi you're disqualified therefore you're not going to Wrestlemania instant heat and then maybe he says okay one more chance beat AJ Styles next week he cost you your chance go beat him next week then you can go to WrestleMania. And then maybe that's how we build it. But no, that didn't happen. One thing I did see, it was from a tweet from before the match had finished, the gauntlet match. And someone had said, imagine Kofi beats all five guys. Mm-hmm. And at the end, Vince comes out and says, you can have your match at Mania if you beat the following guys. And then puts the New Day in a match with him uh-huh. and says, you can't just lay down. Yeah. You can't get yourself counted out or disqualified or anything. You have to have a competitive match. Mm. Which I don't know how they would play it, how the actual match would go. Yeah. That'd be kinda cool. Having them cool. all in there just being like, Oh I really don't want to have to fucking do this. So this could basically say like if you're not put if you don't put match me effort try and win the match then you're all fired sort of yeah. thing. And then yeah. Um, so yeah, that would have been cool. I like that idea. That's good. Um but we'll see. I mean I don't really don't know what the fallout would be. I mean they could go down the Occupy Smackdown route. They could go down the just quitting, threatening to quit route. Um, I mean... Throwing some pancakes at him. Throw pancakes at the man. <laughs> Pie face Vince. That's how this is going to end. And Vince um, will be like, oh, you, you know what, damn it, I'll give you the match. <laughs> just because he'll be embarrassed about getting pie-faced. I just, yeah, I really don't see where... It, I mean, I can't picture it not happening at Mania it has to happen they've put too much time into it and we're just too close to Mania unless we get you know what we had at Fastlane a little bit where it's still going on during the pay-per-view and eventually it gets added to something but Daniel Bryan needs an opponent for Wrestlemania that would be cooler actually having a world title match made during uh, Wrestlemania like like having a match already made and it being made a triple threat or something you know like that sort of thing because Daniel Bryan, you can't not have the WWE title advertised for a match at WrestleMania. 
before the event, you know. I guess, but at the same time, like you didn't have Undertaker advertised last year. I know. Like it's his show. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I could see maybe, maybe the opening match of Mania, like the opening, the start to Mania is the New Day coming out. And just being like, we're not fucking leaving. Yeah, we've we've occupied mania. Exactly. What's yeah. bigger than that? Yeah. So, that could be like gen- the start of of mania. Yeah. Like Vince being like, comes out and he's fucking livid because he's like, this is Russian fucking mania. My creation. <laughs> Damn it! You've ruined it. And then yeah, have Brian come out and have the match, first match off on the card. If it's the first match on the card. Kofi probably has to win it. Yeah. Because you don't want to stop and be like, yeah, oh, he's uh, lost. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, everything's going to be shit, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I think that'd be cool. So like, there's, there's options. There's options. And, and although I, I agree with you that you probably should advertise your biggest title for Mania. Second biggest. If Mania doesn't really need it. Hmm. And on a match which would, let's say, on a card which might have 15 matches announced by that time, it would get kind of lost in the shuffle a bit if hmm. it's just one of the ones going into it. Whereas when it's getting made, that's like a history-making moment yeah. if it's made during the, ma- the show. Yeah. So. I, don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But um, from a rest of SmackDown perspective... Either that or it'll, it'll be a, a post Post WrestleMania SmackDown, and it'll win it then. The but the nice night, or but no, then Tuesday. But then on WrestleMania itself, it's just missing something. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so from the rest of SmackDown, then we'll zoom through it because I want to get to why I wanted to ask um, afterwards. But we had the Iconics teaming up against Bailey and Sasha, who made their first appearance on SmackDown. Um, do it. And oh, Iconic, <laughs> um, and they lost. Iconics beat them. Yeah, they did. Yeah, uh, I liked the, the the sort of. I've never seen someone holding her arms, hold, it, hold her arms. And it like makes perfect push her sense back as well, so that she literally cannot kick yeah, out. It like, makes perfect sense. More people do this. It made Bailey look like a fucking jabroni, though, didn't this it? Is, it did. Bailey's like, I'm coming in, I'm coming in. <laughs> and she just gets kicked in the face. <laughs> That's the second, which distracts Sasha, and makes him lose. <laughs> That's the second. Um, Really cool, interesting pin combination I've seen them using since the Domination Chamber as well. Um, Even when they double pinned. Yeah. So I like their pinning combinations. Not a genuine threat to the titles for me, but you know. No. <laughs> um, maybe they'll get added to something at WrestleMania with the titles on the line. I don't know. Um, what else did we also have? We announced that Ray announced that he was going to be facing Samoa Joe for, for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. And Dominic was there. How weird He's was that? He's going to be in the front row. Is he? Yeah, that's, that's what you said. Yeah, that's what you said. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, how old is Dominic now? He was about nine when the whole race. He's thing, about. He's, about he's like nineteen now, I think. Eighteen, nineteen. So you must have been a lot younger than nine then. It was two thousand and five when was he, five he had that old? story with Eddie. No, he was older than that. Let's have a look. So he'd be maybe like twenty-one now, maybe. I think he's just started wrestling, hasn't he? He's been he's been training for a few years. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> yeah. What's his actual name? Dominic. Oh, you mean Mysterio? Yeah. Um, Mysterious. Ronald Mysterious. Is that his actual name? No. (laughs) Fuck's sake. (laughs) 21 is the age of Dominic. Ronald Mysterious. (laughs) Ray Mysterio. 
His real name is Oh Oscar Gutierrez. I knew that. Oh uh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Fucking Ronald. <Gutierrez. laughs> oh, I can't believe I fell for that one. Is it really? <laughs> I, I generally didn't believe you, but you said it was such conviction. That it sounded right. I, I do. I'm good at that. <laughs> Um, anyway, fucking Ronald Mysterious. Um, there wasn't too much else on SmackDown, was there? I think the, the, obviously the Gauntlet match took up a long time. Kofi lost. We should put that out there. We he s- won the Gauntlet match somehow. and was ordered to face Daniel Bryan afterwards and then lost. Yeah. Um, fucking Eric Rowan, by the way. Rowan, Eric, whatever. When he did the, the iron Rowan. claw through the table, did not move the monitors out of the way, no. which made me cringe. Yeah. And I can tell it oh, kind geez. of made Kofi's physically cringe um, we started the show with The Miz The Miz fucking hell I forgot about this whole thing like listen when I watched this this morning I was about to text you guys with a, a I was going to say me whilst listening to The Miz's promo and it's just, it would have just been a gif of people applauding like this like shaking their head and going like that because that was a hell of a promo it was a good ass promo was a good I feel like we're, we're blessed with great promos in the minute. Triple H made a really great one the other week about Batista and this one, I might have even topped it. Give me what I want. <laughs> not that one. Is that what you want? That's not what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want. <laughs> but yeah, the Miz's, the Miz's promo about started off fairly slow and that it was quite generic. And then it's built like into this crescendo of like it, raw it was emotion. Like a good match. Yeah. It starts slow, builds to a crescendo. And it felt like he was playing off the crowd as well for a lot of it because it, it he was sort of he sort of had the lines obviously that he needed to get in about you know um, maybe earning like earning the respect and stuff and then they started shouting you deserve it and then it was like and what Shane deserves <laughs> so yeah, like he's playing off the actual crowd like unless that was a perfectly planned written <laughs> script but and it was it was it was refreshing to hear. A promo from an ex bad guy because mm-hmm. he's fully good guy at the moment. It's refreshing to a promo from an ex bad guy where he was like, "Look, like I've, I've sacrificed yeah. all of my relationships yeah. in this company outside of Maurice. Yeah. I've been a horrible person. Like you guys haven't liked me. Like, you haven't respected me. But now you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was refreshing to hear that rather than just like, oh yeah, I've always liked you guys. Yeah, you've always liked me." Yeah, I um, loved it. I literally, I can't get enough of the Miz on the mic, man. But he on yeah. the mic. It's this is it's his name. <laughs> Doesn't get Mike the Miz on the mic. Um, I can't get enough of it. I think he's just brilliant at promos, and you know he isn't shoddy in the ring anymore. <laughs> Shane's final promo before going out should be: "Watch me wreck the mic. Watch me wreck the mic. Watch <laughs> me wreck the mic." Mike <laughs> Mike's dad <laughs> It was his um, George Mazanin's birthday On um, Tuesday Monday or Tuesday On Smackdown 67 67 He does not look 67 To be fair No he looks a bit younger With his potato face Big potato face Shane called it <laughs> Whatever that even means yeah, Is it like Nobbly maybe Needs but, a good peel. And also, he's the fucking commissioner of SmackDown. Smack, Shane was there. Yeah. Why was he not... Why didn't he confront, confront him? Know, why did Miz not beat him up backstage? Got a new attitude now. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, this, this 
this bloody thing was great. The raw emotion from him is who you, you can just tell. Like, in, I mean, he's an actor, um, but like, this was real. This was yeah. Be- this was I think vented frustration. I think he's got a lot to do with the the respect stuff, especially from the crowd. Yeah. Because um, do you remember the document that when they did the twenty four on Raw twenty five, the twenty four on twenty five? Yeah. Um, and he was talking about how um, he was in the Barclays Center at the end of the night and had to get rushed over to the Manhattan Center yeah. to do a segment. They didn't know what it was going to be, but he was go and have fun. And he was and the the crowd were cheering him for winning the IC title. And then after, I was just he was like getting the respect from the company and also the fans yeah. for these kind of things like you can tell it means a lot to him yeah um regardless of what, however big he might get in hollywood yeah um probably not very uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i would imagine that that's where a lot of it comes from and it'll be it's like a a um what's the one i'm looking for like a just a big moment for him mm. for the, this whole story and match yeah no. see what happens and I just feel like and this part this sort of ties into the whole Kofi thing and maybe why I'm leaning towards not necessarily wanting Kofi to beat Daniel Bryan for the title because what better moment now would there be and let's go back a year ago when we were saying how great would it be for Miz to win the title and Daniel Bryan to beat him now think of it and Miz is like red hot as a face now and Daniel Bryan is getting some good heat as a heel like Imagine that storyline going forward. Miz beats Daniel Bryan for the WWE title. And Miz just being like, well, it would kind of be a bit of a heel, heelish thing to kind of say, but Miz just being like, I told you I was right about Daniel. <laughs> yeah, and he, I think he's mentioned that sort of thing. Maybe he hasn't. Because, like, I, I think it's kind of. Um, I, I, I don't think Daniel Bryan has got um, enough credit since turning heel hmm. for how much he's he's changed the character yeah but just how entertaining and how much heat he's been getting yeah because it's very he's a very likable guy and you could tell for the first few months after he turned there was still yes chance and uh, i think the pairing with rowan which at the time was baffling yeah um but that's what's really cemented him as like oh we're not getting good guy brian for a while so now people are just fully on board of booing him. Yeah, and he's really he's he's ramped up since then. So I think he's um he should get more more praise for yeah. his run as a heel. I, I mean, you think I think on on this day on this day last year I think it was, it was when he announced he was yeah it was. yeah no. so the change from last year to the same day this year going into Mania as champion. As a heel, yeah, it's mental. It's crazy. It's crazy. I never thought we'd see Brian as a heel after that. After coming back, I thought he was set for life as a yeah. face after that. But apparently not. And he's come out, credit. Do, come out, do some yeses, do some kicks. Credit to him. He's turned it around into a credible sort of heel character that actually people started to really dislike. I still think when he went over to the corner, he like he did yes chance for the first time mm. in a long time before he did the knee. I still think he should have done the New Day Rocks claps. Yeah. <laughs> Just like imagine. Just take the piss, man. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that would probably wrap us up on SmackDown. Kevin Owens? Well, KO did a segment with Becky and Charlotte, but nothing really happened. They had a fight. Yeah, it was kind of funny, though. Well, he just came out and he was just like. 
Do you want to fight? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to see you torch. Just have a fight. Yeah, it was quite funny. No, he just kind of got out of dodge. I just despair a little bit for him because like he's come back and it seems like just already they've got nothing. Immediate, yeah. Well, this is what I said a couple of weeks ago. They're very bad at managing returns. Yeah. Because immediately it just feels like another member of the pack. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it feels like he's been back for ages. He hasn't got a program. I mean, he's on show, but fucking talk shows, man. So many of them. Mm. Well, there's not so many these days, especially well, now Jericho's left. We've got Moment of Bliss. We've got KO Show. Miss TV, when he used to do that. Maybe he'll still do that at some point. Um, we had the Kevin and Sammy show as well. <laughs> and Sammy show with the Ambrose Asylum. We had the Ambrose, Rollins Report. The Rollins Report? I don't remember that one. He, he only did it about twice in 2016. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just... I don't know, man. don't like the whole talk show thing. Hmm. Even Alexa's started to bore me a little bit. Not her herself, but Moment of Bliss. Yeah, not a lot actually ever happens on Moment of Bliss. No, they have some momentous announcements sometimes, like titles and WrestleMania hosts. God knows why we need a WrestleMania host. What it does mean for us is at WrestleMania, we may get to see Alexa Bliss in more than one segment. <laughs> and we also get to see the Saturday Night Live guys. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> I hope Broad literally kills them. I'm assuming one of them, probably the white guy, is going to try and enter the Battle Royal. Yeah. Like, Braun will win and he'll come in and be like, oh, no, I can do this, this is all fake, right? right? And Braun will destroy him. He'll be like a Pete Rose the crowd. WrestleMania. And they keep saying, whenever, like, they obviously have this little bit that they read out because they always say, um, so-and-so and Michael so-and-so of Saturday Night Live fame. Yeah. That's not a natural thing that you would say in a sense of Saturday Night Live fame. From Saturday Night Live, yeah. You'd say. I, would, I would never say fucking um, Danny Dyer of EastEnders fame, <laughs> even though he's done other things, but, you know. Yeah. I'm not into this whole Braun Strowman versus these guys thing, if you haven't noticed. I'm not massively into Braun Strowman in general at the moment. Same. They've got nothing for him. Bored of him. He literally ripped up a car the other week, and like, it was just like, no. Well, it. poorly, most poorly made car. Yeah, like, there the was body what, came off just like, just like that. The chairs, there was, there was no like frame to the chairs to sit in. Yeah, they just came off. <laughs> One thing that did make me laugh from that segment was when he first started. He was just like, got me a present I can't even fit in. <laughs> Too small. <laughs> that got crap funny. on the windscreen. Then um, just fucking punched it. <laughs> did a Goldberg, but didn't break his arm. Yeah. Um, so, okay, moving on from SmackDown then, because um, we've kind of digressed. But what I wanted to say, what I wanted to get your opinion on... Yeah, there wasn't really anything else. ...was to ask, how... If you were to, like, before obviously this WrestleMania has happened, what do you feel like is the most likely scenario for the way you are going to feel coming out of WrestleMania on that night? I'm going to be tired, man. <laughs> um, I feel like I'll be... I'll be on a high. I'll be happy, regardless. Yeah. Because I would have been to fucking WrestleMania. It's my lifelong dream. Um, results may affect it, but I think for the large part, it, in the immediate aftermath, I'll be happy with whatever. Yeah. As long as some good things happened yeah. that we can talk about Since after it's not a really shit pay-per-view yeah they could, they, I, to be honest I think this, if, if 
Kofi somehow manages to find his way into the WWE title picture and he and Daniel Bryan put on a really fantastic match and Kofi wins I'd be delighted with that like yeah. as much as, as long I'm as the quality the of the show like is good and if Brock beats Seth but it's a really good match delighted would be too far but I would accept that <laughs> if we get a Brock Roman from WrestleMania 31 quality main event yeah although it's for the large part one sided yeah if we get that quality also made of it, memorable for Seth's involvement. Yeah, but up until that point, when when Roman managed to turn it around, yeah. it become it was a really entertaining match. Yeah. So if we get minimum of that kind of quality match, mm. which I can't see it being a bad match. Seth no. Rollins doesn't have bad matches. Yeah, I and think Brock Lesnar very rarely has a bad match against someone he's actually interested in wrestling. Exactly. Like this, this isn't going to be an Ambrose. Yeah, it can't be an Ambrose. Um, so yeah I think regardless of the results I'll be coming away happy and just as long as it's just a good fun show yeah and people are yeah people are complaining it might be 7 hours 8 hours whatever I've paid a lot of money for this <laughs> yeah it'd be 24 it hours 20 for hours I'm alright with that <laughs> like what, what gets me is Americans bitching about it being yeah. too long Try watching it starting at fucking 12 or 1am. Yeah. You guys have got it easy. So, so easy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think, well, regardless of what happens, I'll be coming away pretty happy. Um, and then if we get time to watch a bit of it on Monday or whatever, um, we'll discuss it then. Yes, we will. So we're going to try and do some sort of recording thing while we're over there. We may not make much of a success of it. <laughs> Maybe, who knows. But do we want do we want the equipment? How are we doing it? I think we should take it. That's not particularly heavy. That's the mixer. It's um, not heavy. It's just the box space it all takes up. Well, that's the thing. So I mean, laptop, I, laptop I, bag, that box, the big box for that. That's the thing. So I'm quite a light packer um, when it comes to travelling. So I don't anticipate that I'm going to fill up my backpack. And I don't even, didn't really necessarily even want to bring a backpack. It kind of just should because I get it for free, right? It's checked in already. Hmm. So I was going to, I was happy with just hand luggage for all six days. But So I anticipate I'm going to have a fair amount of space. So I can fit that mixer in my bag quite easily, I think. Well, with the, the big suitcase that I've been given, I could probably fit it all. I wasn't, there's no way I was going to fill it all up. It's, yeah. just, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. I think if we split it, we don't have to take the stands because he's quite heavy. We could take the mics. Um, yeah. Well, we have to take the mics if we take the mixer. <laughs> Otherwise, we're just talking to a mixer. <laughs> and that ain't going to work. Um, so, yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll, and we can't we'll... take just the mics without the mixer. Exactly. Um, although we did used to plug them directly into the computer, didn't we? But they don't Not these ones, with though. these things anymore. So, we'll That's... see. We'll see what we, what we come up with. Um, I really want to do some sort of just... 20 minutes I'd like minutes. to do some stuff while it's still fresh in my brain yeah exactly because I feel like once we've got back then it's a whole other week pretty much till we record and then it's like oh, it's kind of gone hmm. the moment's gone and also we'd have to try and unpack a week's worth of things in like an hour and a bit show exactly which is just it's really difficult to do hmm. this one's been like two hours almost isn't it <laughs> one hour 59 <laughs> there you go Um. so right that's it from me then this week. Is that it from you? Anything else you want to add? Um, let's go Kofi Mania. I'm not going to even bother with the laugh. I can't be bothered. 
maybe add it in post edit <laughs> that's one thing i won't be doing okay fair enough well hopefully um so next week i believe will probably be our last episode before mania oh yeah definitely i don't think we'll record on the week leading up to will we well that that will be the evening and where we may be in the hotel or on on the or if we're in, in Matt's public. maybe we can do something in Matt's maybe we can maybe. Yeah, we'll see we'll see well maybe next week we, we may do time a... to edit it and get it out That's you know true. we'll be on a plane for most of the time maybe you next edit it on a plane you just can't send it out <laughs> maybe next week Matt suggested doing a Wrestlemania episode I wanted to do that yeah so I think we should definitely do something like that regardless we'll have to figure out what it is happen. that we do <laughs> well um, I just I think maybe just favourite Wrestlemania moments yeah unless something important comes out of Raw and Smackdown yeah like but it will if you get in a title match it won't be a go home show will it no there's there's it two won't. more between now and Wrestlemania cool right well that's it from me then so is that everything from you Aiden you're all done with that now yeah fair enough so Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the People's Wrestling Podcast. I don't even know what number we're up to now. Are we on like 60? Um, we've we got to 60 at least two weeks ago. So this is either 61 or 62. Ooh, drum roll, please. Oh, you're waiting for me. Um, this will be 61. 61. Um, so yeah, episode 61 of the PWP. Who would have thought it? Anyway, so thank you very much for listening to episode 61. Remember, you can find us online on social media at the underscore PWP on Twitter at the underscore PWP on Instagram at the Bear and Bumby for Matt on Twitter Aiden for you how can they find you on Twitter at Aiden Bunker and you can find me at Ali Bunker 88 uh, where I'll mostly be tweeting Ticketmaster <laughs> uh, not anymore because it's been resolved we've got our fucking tickets Yay! happy Valentine's that's Day that's that's I don't know why I said Happy Valentine's Day. Lads, 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 and everybody. <laughs> lads, 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 and everybody. Chris Akabusi. Oh, you fucked it for me. Yeah, I fucking hate Chris Akabusi as well. <laughs> How do you not get Akabusi? I, I don't get it. <laughs> this is taking a turn. <laughs> fucking. It's half ten. <laughs> Ronald Mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> that might be up there with one of my favourite podcast moments. <laughs> Anyway, right, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the PWP, and we will see you next week. Bye.